Climax.com show. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis and the OGK dub, Kenny Watson. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Yeah, welcome. We're live here in Las Vegas, live, living La Vida Loca on the Pulp MX Show. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me, as usual, is my buddy, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? Uh, just doing it. Let's, let's get her done. Let's just doing it. Let's get her done. Let's get it. I like that. Let's jump right into it, man. Uh, for the bull crap. Yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming in tonight. Uh, a long drive for you, uh, coming in from Salt Lake City from the truck race. It's called dedication, dude. When you yeah. have a show like ours, for the, you know, for the people that listen, uh-huh. gotta be here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the third member tonight is uh, making his return to the show after a few weeks off is my buddy JR. JR, what's going on? How are you? Same old thing. Same old thing, not yep. talking to the mic? Not was. Well, you didn't turn it up, see? I yeah. think you Pull it closer, button. bud. Pull it closer. There you go. There you go. Two-week two hiatus, third wheel is back. Yes. Uh, thank you for coming on, JR. Thank Anytime. you for uh, uh, talking uh, talking smack with us. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Don't forget, we are on iTunes. Just search Pulp MX or Steve Mathis, and you, this thing will come up. And the archive should be up later tonight if you're just uh, going to listen later on. And uh, tonight's show, Jimmy Button and Mark Pellegrino, who is Mark Regal's stepdad, who had a memorable visit with us last week, uh, Watson. Uh, dude, I would love for Mark to be a regular. I think we need to give Mark a spot on the show. Right, right. Yeah, uh, you guys say on the boards. You uh, start blowing the boards up. You guys like to hear Mark all the time. Big topic this week in the pits, let me tell you. Oh, me, really? Walking around Colorado. Yeah. yeah if, oh, if, yeah, it was in Colorado. If, if people... Uh, if Everyone people, came up to me, too, at the truck race about it. Well, if people didn't hear it, they heard about it. You know what I mean? So they were like, hey, I heard your show was good. And other people were just like... Documents, Mathis. Documents. And, Documentation. Uh, yeah. And uh, so it was a big hit. So we kind of cut Mark off a little bit last week. And so we wanna br- we thought we'd bring him back in to, uh, you know, to kind of get his self, uh, get his, his t- take on things. And, and, you know, basically. Uh, yeah, I'm just a, a dairy farm uh, construction rat by trade, self-made goon. And that, and that is Mark Pellegrino, and he will be on later. Call into the Cup of them show or where the hell you call yourself. So just uh, just stay tuned for Mark. We'll have him on in a little bit. As well, Jimmy Button, like I said, uh, Button, always a good guy, former factory rider, now turned super agent. Uh, let's review our sponsors here first before we get too far into this thing. And those sponsors would be TREMX.com. Thank you, TREMX.com, for supporting the show. Check them out on the web. Uh, free shipping, anything over $100. Type in PulpMX show, all caps, and you will get a discount on anything from TREMX.com. They are home of the Racer's Edge, your one-stop shop for all moto needs. They were they were representing Big and Mammoth this week, too, Watson. I emailed Jason, the owner, and uh, they did some killer sales up there. Did so. they do well? Yeah, they did. They said they killed it at Mammoth. So. Good for him. JGRMX.com. Uh, we had Justin Brayton on the show last week. Going from Mark Pellegrino to Brayton, though, was like going on the top of a roller coaster to just standing there watching it. Yeah, it's like riding a roller coaster to go to the teacups at Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, but uh, thanks to JB for coming on. JGRMX is one of our sponsors. The same motor and suspension mods as Justin Brayton and Josh Grant, who won the first moto this weekend in Lake Bud, or Lakewood. Uh, one of the leading industry people working there. The shock, shock dinos, fork dinos. The motor work is top-notch. Anything you want, check them out on the web. Uh, they're an emerging aftermarket company. They have uh, quite a few amateurs using their stuff. As well, X-Brand Goggles, uh, thexbrand.com, theeksbrand.com. One of our sponsors of the show, and uh, 25 years of Goggle Technology. Check them out on the web, and we have a discount for people on the X brand. 
Um, if you want 40% discount for one week, uh, go to the website, eksbrand.com, xbrand.com. Type in the code XPRO2010, XPRO, all capital letters, 2010, when you click buy it now, and you will get 40% off your order. So check them out. Uh, Michael Lessie uses X-Brand goggles. Justin? Never heard of them. All right. Josh Strange? Strang? Uh, <coughs> Josh Strang? GNCC points leader, who is racing Red Bud apparently this weekend. These guys are on motorcycles? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Yes, okay. And uh, so xbrand.com, thank you for the sponsor. As well, a sponsor of our trivia segment is Rockwell Watches. And uh, rockwelltime.com. Look who's rocking Rockwell. Last week I asked, how many career wins does Tim Ferry have? And nobody got it right. Nobody got it right. So, uh, Watson, you're going to have to watch all those cords right there. You're going to pull something out. Uh, so keep sending. If you, ha- if you know how many career wins Tim Ferry has, send the answer in, and I'll reward you with a $50 off Rockwell watch gift certificate. PulpMXTrivia at gmail.com. So this week's question at pulpamextrivia at gmail.com related to our guest how many wins does jimmy button have in the 125 supercross class jr you have any idea do you know the answer i wouldn't want to give it away you but know? Do, you, do you think you know no no <laughs> I, I, I have an idea yeah okay all right so uh kenny you, you know yeah i know okay um if you know how many wins that jimmy button has in the 125 supercross Email me, paulmxtrivia at gmail.com, and maybe you can win the $50 off Rockwell Watch gift certificate. I actually used the certificate a little while ago to purchase a watch, the one that Watson took from my house. Stole. Yes. Hey, I've seen those guys this weekend. They sponsored a truck uh, up in Utah at the truck race, and uh-huh. they sponsored Ricky James' truck. Ricky no? James' truck, and yeah. he straight out killed the it. wood to him this weekend. Ricky James did. In the Rockwell Watch uh Super light. Super truck. Somebody told me he's got uh, he's got a lot of talent for that. Like I don't know what it was. Uh, he was doing some California stuff. It, yeah, he, you know? he did some car racing at yeah. Irwindale and stuff like that. But I mean, Twitch raced in that class. Uh, there's a kid named Chad Lassing that races in the class. There's um, Sonny Garcia. I say Sonny stepped Son- up. Sonny Garcia raced this weekend. They Rockstar and Metal Militia put him in a truck and he went out and raced. So it, that was a class that. Can anybody just race? These trucks, if you got I the feel money, like. Yep. If you got the money to go buy a truck, yeah. a lot of these guys, they've got them in their garage or their shop. Like, or and whatever. So it doesn't necessarily mean, I'm not talking, taking away, but no, it doesn't necessarily mean, mean you're good. You're a good driver no, if you're racing. You've you got to be over 16, I think. <laughs> okay. That's about it. That's about it. It's, uh, so, uh, uh, it's all about cash flow. Yeah, yeah. But but I, I'm, I'm having said that, I'm sure the winners are badasses. Oh, in God. the trucks, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. But I'm sure there's also a you fair could, amount of backmarkers. You could be cl- competitive in, you know, the lower classes, com- you know, tr- yeah. tr- uh, the light classes, unlimited light, and right, whatnot. You so Watson, you were up there. Who were some of the names that were there this weekend up in Salt Lake City? Rick Johnson, Jeff Ward, Brian Deegan, Twitch, Kerry Hart, uh, Carl Renner. Uh, Carl Renner. Renner. You know the Lucas Oil truck? No. Well, uh, that's let's see, uh, Le, uh, LeDukes, Todd and Kyle LeDuke. Those dudes are pretty bad. I mean, there's just, I mean, dude, I don't, I'm not too hip up on the whole, the whole thing, but dude, there's, yeah. if you've never seen those things, you got to go check it out. I mean, I've seen them on TV. Yeah. Jeremy, cool. the yeah. TV gives them no justice. Yeah. It's like hearing, it's like going, it's a NASCAR. They're NASCAR engines. They're not under horsepower. Right. In a, you know, like a yeah. three thousand pound chassis. Yeah. And it's amazing though what the, where those guys put those things. Tell you what, when I was a kid, I went to a couple of Mickey Thompson races, and I don't remember the bikes, but I remember the trucks. Those yeah. are cool. 
this is those, Ivan Stewart. Those things on steroids. Yeah. All these things are more, badder ass than uh, those uh, trucks. Well, those were inside of a stadium. I mean, imagine yeah. an outdoor track. Right. With you know, uh, 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 like right. he says, a Joe Gibbs racing engine. In so a who won RJ or Wardy? Who beat who? Uh, Which day? Well, there was a there was a lot there was some crap that went down the second day. Um, this guy named Rob McCaffrey, he's uh-huh. been doing it a long time. He probably you probably seen him in the stadiums at Ultracross back in the day. He ended up passing RJ on the last lap, and after the race, RJ got super pissed and ran into him, and they got almost got into a fight. The dude jumped out and ran across RJ's hood of his really? truck. Really? Yeah, it was sick. And tried to rip RJ out of the truck, and he's all sp- buckled in. Huh. So he took off and got back in his truck, and RJ hauled ass over to the podium and was ripped all the stuff off, was trying to get at him. Really? Oh, yeah. RJ. Then, then they DQ'd RJ for rough driving after the race. Uh-huh. And he would have got second, but they disqualified him, so he just took off out of the podium, and it was like all this loose dirt and just roosted the whole podium. Nuh-uh. Yeah, so he, RJ was, was being a little bit of a baby. RJ was punk rock that day, for um, sure. Um. Did, was it a rough pass? Was it? Well, I mean, was it? No, I think it was. Uh, RJ was just frustrated. It was a bullshit. I mean, DQ? Dude, it's truck racing, man. It's it's just like you know, it's it's like like uh, RJ said, or what's your name? Jr. Yeah. He said it's you know it's <laughs> Michael Essie. It's, yeah. it's big trucks on steroids. Right, you know right. what I mean? It's like those yeah. trucks on steroids, and it's like motocross. You banging's good racing, you know. Wardy didn't feel comfortable this weekend, but that's enough of it. This is a motocross show, not a. I have documentation. Yeah, yeah. Documentation. I didn't have documentation over the weekend. No, no definitely not. But uh, speaking yeah. of documentation, how, how'd your date go with my wife's friend last week? It was all right. It was cool. Okay. Just, yeah. You don't want to talk about it? Just went, nah, it was nothing. Nothing special. Kenny's. Kenny's. I don't kiss and tell. Wow. Man. Yeah. Um. That All right. Could, that well, could be a whole show. Yeah, right let's uh, let's right away. Let's get to uh, a couple of things uh, right off the bat before we talk about Lakewood and before we get Jimmy Button on here. Um, you're gonna have your chance to call in at seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You would think by now, this far in, I would have that mem- number memorized, but I look all the you time. Still write it on your hand. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you're gonna get a chance to call in. Also, what I want you guys to know is uh, that number seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven is open all the time now. I've uh, I've got a voicemail on that account, and we're gonna. Look for people to call it. You can call it any time of the week. Say you wake up at 9 o'clock at night and you just, you just have something on your brain about Ryan Dungey that you have to speak of. Call into the show, rant, rave, or get, make a good point. Leave a message and hopefully you'll get on. So that line is going to be open all the time. Here's the best callers of the last week. Uh, I've recorded some of them. We had a few messages and uh, here's, a couple of, here's a couple of the calls that I thought were pretty good. I wanted to tell a little story about Kenny. Back in 2005, I took my 10-year-old son to his first national up at Southwick. And uh, after one of the practices, we were over at the KTM tent watching the riders come in. And Kenny, at that time, was working for Utopia. And he was also uh, detailing the helmets for the riders and uh, helping them in between practices. And as we were standing there watching the riders, they went back into the semi, and my son was um, starry-eyed at what was going on and watching Kenny as Kenny was getting the goggles ready for the the first moto or the next practice. No doubt working hard. And he was 
more or less walking around ignoring everyone, and then all of a sudden he just kind of flips the goggles over to my son, never said anything, never really acknowledged him, but I just wanted to let Kenny know that my son still has those goggles. He made quite an impression on my son, and even though Kenny acts and talks like he's a big tough guy, he obviously has a very soft heart. Thanks again, Kenny. There you go, Watson. I got a soft hat. Hey, Matt, this is Randy from Yucaipa. Hey, just uh, got done listening to your last show. Man, that, all those comments about Kenny and your wife, disturbing on a lot of levels. Anyways, I had a question. Hey, uh, when are you going to replace your door so you can fit Mathis oversize, or, uh, Kenny's oversized ego into your house? Um, later. There we go. Wow. One good, one bad. Does, I love does, it. Doesn't he know that the slider in the back opens that, up wider? I go through the Message sliding deleted. back door, dude. Yeah. You have no more messages. Uh, yeah. Uh, one good, one bad, Watson. Nah, I don't care. Hey, Sean Palmer told me something a long time ago. When What's they stop talking about you, get worried. Yeah. And when you're up front, everyone's kicking you back. JR, I'm willing to bet that that guy, the first caller, Kenny simply dropped his goggles as he was walking no. by, and the kid found him. Like, like, no kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the kid no. was like, oh, because like the guy said, Kenny never... No, dude, I'll Never tell you one looked thing. At his direction. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. Like, I'm you know kidding. how it is, dude, when, you, when, you, when you're the goggle guy, you walk around after practice and you get all your goggles. You have, like, you know, 20 pair. And, you know, I had to do my thing, take them home, get them ready for the next week. And I gave a lot of goggles away. It was yeah. a new brand. A lot of people didn't know about it. So if a lot of people asked, I gave them to them. Right. You know what I mean? And they would come back and they go, well, you left with 30 and you came back with 15. What happened? I'm just like, gave them away. Yeah. Why would you give them away? They cost us this much. I'm like, hey, it's called branding. It's called getting the product out there. You know, they yeah. can't even get they can't even get lenses for these things. I go, yeah, they can. They'll get on the website and buy them. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, and what do, what do goggles cost? About seven bucks, six yeah, bucks exactly. a pair, something how, like that. How long ago was that too? What ninety five? No, no. I'm no. Saying, when, when, the, when this happened? Early two thousand. Two thousand five. Oh, okay, but I'm oh. just saying nowadays, I, I I've seen kids walk up and be like, can I have that bike? Yeah. Dude, you know what's crazy about the kids, too? You take Maybe the, the reason off? why I seen the kid there, I don't remember the, the, the right. situation, but I, I, I'll give a kid something that's just standing there, and if another kid's over there asking when he has, like, three jerseys in his hand and yeah. a front fender and all that, I won't give him shit because he'll say, hey, give me those goggles. I'd be the same way. You know, yeah. I don't, right. I'm, not, I'm not down with those kids, but if, if a kid's just sitting there all shy and afraid to ask and you know that he'd be pumped, I'd mm-hmm. usually just walk up and put him over their head. I'd be, I'd be the same way. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah. I mean, that's it. And, and, and about the ego thing, hey, you know what? Keep it coming, man. Negative, anything's good. And I'm glad you're listening to the show because if I was boring, you wouldn't listen to it. And to let you know, I come in through the rear slider so my head doesn't get stuck in the door. Oh, okay. All I, right. I, I, I would think now this line's open, we might have some females calling in offering up dates to Kenny. You know? Yeah, perhaps, huh? Yeah. Hi, this is Jessica, um, 5'10", you know, No, because uh, there's some other dudes that call and say that I'm a fat ass and I need to go, I need to get on the PX90. Whatever. Hey, and, and tell you what. When you're, shit when don't you're, matter to me. If you don't pay my bills, fuck you. There you go. Hey, there you I go. Was just, I was just going to say that. Yeah, yeah hey, that's exactly you know what? That's a, a Mark Pellegrino quote. Wow. That's I, Mark. I, I would save that. Don't, guys, hey, I, just explain that. You're not bashing Mark. You're just playing his quotes because... Oh, it's an awesome. We're going to have him on later. Yeah, yeah. Hey, thanks for turning that phone on silent. That's no problem. Awesome. Florida chick. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That is. Uh, real professional. I'm, I'm working with professionals here. Yeah. Uh, hey, Howard, uh, Stearns would, Howard, Howard Stearns would do it. Howard Stearns? Hey, you know what? Uh, I missed that one. Uh, what are you doing, Kenny? I'm, I'm going to talk to my friend here on the phone. Is that cool? Hey, let me call you back. I, we're, on the, we're on the radio right now. Uh, do you want to call in at 702-586-POLP? Yeah. P-U-L-P. Yeah. Or you could go online, check this out, 
to Pulp MX and click on the show, and you can hear my beautiful voice. Call in. Uh, Tell her to call in. That's even my better. Be- my, my, my best uh, story about giving something away, Motocross the Nations 2003, uh, America loses, um, but I'm walking back to the pits. People, Belgium wins in Belgium. People are running everywhere, freaking out, running onto the track, hoisting Everett's up like he's, you know, Jesus. Yeah. And I walk by and I see this mom, this old lady with this kid in a wheelchair. And uh, I'm walking right back on. to the pits and I give the kid my pit board on his lap and then a pair of the goggles and I put it on his lap. Nice. And the kid, the mom was just like almost tearing up and I just kept walking. Yeah. So it was cool. I, I'm glad I did that. I was yeah, pumped. That's a feel and good then, story. And then good I, job. High five for Mathis. And then I was, and then I was all F this place because we lost. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was, You're and right. I remain. The last member of the of, losing team. Of the losing team. Ah. Last time America lost motocross the nations. Well, well. Uh, okay, a couple of emails too. So there are some voicemails. If you want to call in seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven any time this week, if you're listening to the archive right now, call in, leave a message. If it's good, it'll make it on the air. If it's bad, it won't. So uh, call us in, and we'll play it back on the air. Uh, here's some a couple of emails real quick. Cameron, uh, love the show, but I don't know if it's just me, but I can hardly hear Kenny when he is talking. No, it's, it's not just you, Cameron. Yeah. Uh, tell him to get closer to the mic. Thanks. If his mic was any closer. No problem, buddy. Okay, that might be a little much. Yeah. If you're going to do that, I can turn it down. So. No, that's good. Uh, He's too inconsistent. And, and for the viewers or for the listeners that might, you know, they need a visual. If you've ever been to McDonald's and the people have a headset on at the drive-thru, yeah. Kenny is wearing that. So yeah, yeah. No, it's not a separate mic. It's, it's attached. It's possible to get any closer. <laughs> Somehow, though, it doesn't work. Uh, P.S. I buy parts from Ray Crumb all the time. I don't know. I don't know he had a story. Can you share some stories so I can bring them up to him? Thanks again. Well, we share Ray Crumb stories quite a bit here. So, uh, what, what do you mean he buy parts from Ray Crumb? Crumb what is Crumb doing? I think he might work at a dealership. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Uh, here's a message from Sam. Hey, guys. Sam from Australia. You're doing a great job. Just one problem, though, during the last show. You questioned Matt Moss's inclusion on Factory Suzuki and that maybe Tedesco should have got the spot. Not to make excuses for him, but he had broken his neck, and I believe they had issues with a broken wrist during the Brisbane Supercross in December. He was off the bike for easily six months leading into the outdoor season, as well as moving countries, moving up to the 450s, and racing on tracks he hasn't seen. 100% on a familiar track, Matt would beat Ivan comfortably. When he settles in and stays on the bike, he's a top 10 rider. Enjoyed the show, and Mr. Regal is nuts in a good way. Um, I take umbrage with that comment. Matt Moss... Regardless of his injuries, and I mean he has, he's been hurt. Reedy says he shouldn't even be on a 450. He's a 250 rider, and uh, regardless, he, this sport is cruel, and you are what you are on the track. And right now, Matt Moss stinks, and he's not deserving of that ride. And hopefully, he gets better. Sure. I hope. I don't know. Um, there's there's one of those resumes of what ifs for every rider in the pits. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, single one. Didn't didn't that Moss kid? Ride for Australia the last few years at the Donations? No. He never did. No, it's been Burner, Metcalf, and Reedy for like two straight years or three straight years. All right. So uh, maybe Jake Moss did a couple years ago. He's got brother. Jake and Matt are twins. Uh, No, I don't mean to be cruel on him. I like those dudes. Yeah, I I like them. I mean, I got no no problems. I just think that, you know, I mean. Documentation. I think that he just needs to get healthy and do what he can. He's got speed. For sure. uh, But I don't think he's going to beat Ivan Tedesco. Quote unquote, comfortably. No. Kenny? Definitely. If not. I was wagering, yeah. Yeah, it'd be on uh, that nine. The, he's got a number nine for a reason? Yeah. 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 I yeah. would put my money there. Yeah. So those championships that he's won, those national championships, not the lights championships, but that wasn't by accident either. And I could never see 
Matt Moss winning a national championship in America. I'm, I don't I'm, care if I'm he's on you. a light spike or not. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I, I don't know how he got the ride. Uh, I know he's been hurt, though. I know he has some serious injuries, and he's coming back from that. Um, but I got a feel for the guy. But, uh, hey. I, I would think, uh, yeah. honestly, it would probably have come down to money. Meaning, What's, you know, Ivan wants this much, and... Matt Moss is willing uh, to do it for this much. He Watson probably knows. I don't, I don't think I haven't probably uh, wanted much. No comment. I do not. Re- I do not unveil. Yeah. I was reveal. Saying, reveal. Out, re- sorry. I do not reveal. Rider salaries. I do not reveal my friends' personal contractual demands. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, you can ask Jimmy Button when he's on. Hey, who would command more money, Ivan Tedesco, <laughs> Matt Moss? Well, I want to talk to Jimmy about rider contracts. I got an email today, and I want to talk to Jimmy about silly season a little bit, and maybe him and Watson can talk about that because they're kind of in that deal. Uh, Watson, did you guys find somebody for the X Games yet? Are you closer? Do you have no, somebody? I don't think in mind? we're going to do anyone. I think we're oh, just yeah? going to just do our two guys. We're going to do uh, Mike Mason for freestyle okay. and Chris Blows for Supercross, and just do that because yep. I mean, we're not going to go higher. No disrespect to guys like you know, um, uh. Chris Gossler or guys like that that could probably come in or Daniel Blair. Yeah. But it's like, why? Why spend the money? Why right. put these guys out there that aren't even going to get top five probably? Yeah. So I, I said yeah. give J-Law a bike. That'd be sick. Dude. He has his own bikes. Ah. He'll be there. He'll be there riding on his own team. That's true. Yeah, you think he'll be there? Yeah, he's, that's what they're shooting for. Okay. When is X Games anyways? I don't even know. It's uh, after so last weekend of after August. Wa- after Wash Yeah, after Wash Okay. Gotta get you you got to give me a pass for that. Hey, can I go too? We could carpool. Yeah, for sure. Kenny, you can't get us a passport. It's, it's impossible. Dude, you know who you're talking to. Bud. Dude, I've tried to get passes when I worked at Racer X. They, <laughs> shot, they shot me down. Are you talking a press pass? Or are yeah. You talking just I'll get you a press pass. Are you right. kidding me? All right. I'd be stoked for like a spectator pass. Jason Wygant doing all the research for the Supercross shows for them. Nice gig he's got there. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Lakewood a little bit. We haven't even touched base on that. Uh, Ryan Dungey now has over a 50-point lead on everybody. Two full Motos. Wow, boy, am One I race. surprised. In fuego. Uh, uh, ben Townley finally uh, broke through with a good ride, although in the first moto, his mistakes caught up to him again, little tiny tip-overs, and uh, hurt him. He got a sixth. and uh, But he, he rode well. A 6-2. What did Townley do? He went uh, Townley on the day. 5-2? He went 6-2 for second place overall. Wow. And they're, uh, they're just lucky hot sauce wasn't there. That's all I got to say. When's Hoss Hoss coming back? He's, he's got to be back training, on the bike. Right? I heard, uh, I talked to him, and he's saying uh, he's Millville. been riding, and he's going for uh, Millville. Uh, the Hahn brothers now officially are both out. Uh, Will with stro- soldier, shoulder surgery a couple weeks ago, <coughs> and uh, uh, now this weekend, Tommy Hahn. Uh, Did he break his leg? Or break his foot, I believe he tweeted. Um, Papa yeah. Mechshow, you're on That's the air. Hard. Who's this? Hey, Steve. What's up? This is Sean from Morton. Hey, what's going on, man? How are you, Sean? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. What's up? Oh, not much. What are you up to? Hey, just, is this a personal call? If it's a personal just doing call, a show. I'm on a cell phone now. Yeah, you can call me on my cell phone. Do you have a question? Um, well, yeah. Hey, I'm coming to Redbud this weekend, and I want to hang out with you. Oh, sweet. Call me, call me on a cell phone. We don't have time for this personal shit. All right. You heard it. Hey, what's up, Kenny? This is my show now, so call me on a cell phone. That's your show now? All, all right. right. Sorry, Kenny. I'm trying to take it over. Angie! Make me a sandwich. Oh, all right. Uh, all right. Come hang with me at Redbud. Sean? Sean. From Morden? Yeah. Canada? Yeah. They just had a Canadian national this weekend. Um, what? Fasciati. What did Demuth get? Third. Again. We need to get him on the show. Can we Dude, get him on the show? Not until he wins. Wow. wow. Not until he wins. Dude. Wow. Um, 
Getting thirds like kissing. Two what about Chad Reed this weekend? Um, not had, good. Uh, looks like he had a little trouble. Yeah, he he fell in the second moto when he was fifth, and you know first moto he. Can you please? Oh God, that's annoying. Right? Yeah. So there's a silent mode. That's gotta go. Uh, I don't know what Reedy's problem is. I asked him to come on the show tonight, and he said, uh, "Thanks for thinking of me, Mathis, but I'm not coming on until I have something positive to talk about." I can respect that. Yeah, and definitely his rides in Lakewood uh, were not Listen, positive. It's. I don't know. Uh, I don't think Kenny has any children that he knows about, at least. And I know you don't have children, but I mean, it's a lot going on at home. Yeah, it's a lot, especially if you're a gazillionaire and like him. And you, well, would you buy nannies and stuff? No, no. I mean, it helps, but I'm right. Bottom line is, you hear your kid crying, you want to go to him. your nanny. No. Okay, so you're you're saying he's just he's just uh, caught up in this. I'm just yeah. saying he's yeah. probably taking it all in. Right. You know. He's. I mean. From what I hear, he's working hard. Like, fine. yeah, he's working hard. He's he's trying hard. And, Nobody's and, doubting that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doubting. My, it was bizarre though to see him not be able to to pass guys. You know. Um, Again. Yeah. I don't know. I I think combining that with his uh, Supercross season. Um. You know, just yeah. the vibe is not there. But what happened at Hangtown? He comes out of Hangtown. And he just smokes, him, right? And now it's like bizarre. Like. Same thing. Dungey came out at Hangtown. I would have bet anything. It was that, poop. I would have I would have bet anything that Reed would have got stronger as the series went on. Instead, he's going weaker as the series goes on. So Dungey's got a big lead now. Yeah. And then you know what? The bottom line is none of us know what's going on, so it's irrelevant. So let's just all just shut up For and sure. move on. Okay. Just wow. shut the show off. No, no, no. Let's just not talk about Reed anymore. No he's sucking and he's having a hard time. And you could think what you want to think, and I could think, and this guy next to me can think what he wants right. to think. But fuck it. Let's go. Okay. All right. Sorry for the F-bombs, everyone. Sorry, Reed. Yeah. Chad, uh, I got your back, dude. Pull it together. Well, well, it's not a question of us not having his back. Yeah, well, listen, he's going to pull it together. That's what uh, I'm going to say. Pull it together. Hey, did you watch the Dew Tour? No. Oh, dude, it was insane. I saw some skateboarding. Yeah, but the I, skating I was sick. I didn't see a whole lot. Uh, Luska won. Sheckler got second. Let's not talk about Reed, but let's talk about the Dew Tour yeah, skateboarding. No, yeah, that's right? cool. That's cool yeah, shit. Did you see the skateboards? <laughs> Skating's cool. Uh Skating is the hardest thing ever. I, I bet you you can't even ride a skateboard down the street. Uh, no, I was never good at skateboarding. Can't pull a wheelie either. Can't really? pull a wheelie. on a skateboard. No, no. On, a, on a bicycle. Oh, I was bike. like a wheelie yeah, on a skateboard. Can't, can't pull wheelies. Can't ride a skateboard. Huh. Can't blow a bubble either. Um, what about the 250Fs? Purcell, great ride. You guys weren't there to see it, but uh, second moto man. He's been having his troubles in the second moto, but he put the hammer down and caught Trey Kennard and yeah. uh, pulled away. At one at, in one lap, he was almost two seconds faster, and that was it. It was over. How yeah. how far off was he off of uh, Dungey's times? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably think, better because four fifties are second moto. So two twelve or two thirteen was his best lap. Two thirteen two was Porcel's best in the second moto. I don't know what his first moto mm-hmm. was like, but yeah, in the second moto. Um, uh, Drake and Ard, good to see him back. Dean Wilson, him and Dean Wilson switched places, and uh, two three three two for them. And uh, Dean Wilson's got a really shot at this thing. And Rattray went four four. Right now, those guys. The PC guys are just killing. Yeah. How, what about, uh, talk to me about uh, number 12. Jake Weimer. Yeah. Oh, I had a terrible day. Oh, God. He, Ter- went, he went down day. like 21 times in He crashed in four lap. times. He was very pissed at Vince, Vince Freeze in the second moto, told me that he's got one coming. Freeze, I guess, moved over on him and took him out. He crashed five times in the second moto, chipped a tooth from a roost. He was coming back from the most oh, asterisk shit. mobile medic. He had a white cap on his tooth. Nice. And uh, he lost it just from roost. And uh, just not a good day for yeah. Weimer. And he won there last year. So He's, yeah, uh, he's just know. having bad luck. And wow, that's terrible. That sucks for him. Yeah, so Weimer not doing well. But, uh, I mean, hopefully. What about Nicky Izzy? Izzy wasn't there. What was up with that? Yeah. Did he get benched? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
Um, That's interesting. Steve Cox reported that he got benched from the team. I could 100% see him indeed getting benched. He did hire Randy Lawrence, but he's been struggling. He uh, was great at Texas until he had heat problems, both motos. Um, yeah, I just think that he's just really struggling. So, But bench him? I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, know. I don't understand. I mean, but of course, once the, the, the word got out that Cox wrote that, then the team denied it and Izzy denied it. So he was there? but didn't No, try. he wasn't there. Oh, okay. No. Izzy was on Facebook, I guess. Gotcha. Uh, but I'll tell you what. I 100% believe he got benched. Uh, I can see it with that team. And that's fine. I'm not even judging that. But if, if you bench him, admit to it and just say, hey, yeah. he needs some work on some stuff and he'll come back. That's what we did with Bonnie. I mean, right. we pretty much told him to stay home. He was a little bit injured. And right. we're like, dude, you know, stay home and figure it out. And get it, come back get, to us. Yeah. yeah. Get, come back when you're, you know, when you got your head back in it. I think yeah, that's I don't fair, too. I don't really know what the deal is. I just know that I, I'm pretty sure they probably benched him, and they just should come out and admit it instead of everybody going, no, 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 no. But well, I've been it, there. I've it, been there. So you report on be, something, and then you get busted. Right. I think it should be like how Hart and Huntington handles it, though. Just, hey, you've got a spot. Come back when you're better yeah, and yeah. ready, and we're behind yeah, I mean, Izzy's got – coming back from a bad injury, he's got yeah. every reason to, to, to not be racing right now, and nobody would look down on him or down on star racing if they just said, hey – is he's working things out? He'll be yeah. back in a little bit. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, do you think he he will uh, be get a ride next year? Is he? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He signed a two year deal. I don't know. What do you think he's going to go for? Uh, what's that Suzuki team that Lemoy wrote for? Suzuki City. Do you think that's probably his next home? I don't know. The way they're are they they're are they are they racing? Are they at the outdoors? Yeah. Suzuki City. Yeah. Matt Lemoy and Steven Clark. Okay, I didn't I didn't know. I haven't been paying attention. All right. His microphone. Again. Microphone gone. Yeah. Blowing in the wind. I mean, he's taking a sip of coffee, but I haven't paid attention. Yeah. Well, um, I wouldn't blame you for not seeing them. They haven't done very well either, guy. So they haven't that finished sucks. well. Stephen Clark was running top five or six this weekend, and just slowly worked. Is he riding back. a big bike now? Yeah, he's on four fifties. Both of them? No, I think Lemoyne is still on two fifties. See, I don't even know. That's how bad. And that's, that's uh, your job to know. That's really. Sad. Well, just because you know, I mean, my daughter. She probably banged a few, but not everybody, at least. Um, that's Mark. Pellegrino, love it. Can't wait for him to come on. Oh, dude, he's gonna freaking go off on you. How could he go off on me? Those clips are classic, Jr. Right? Yeah, I mean, hey, I got nothing. I got, I got no hatred for the he guy. He knew he was being recorded when when he was spouting off the whole time, right? I would assume so. Well, make sure you disclose that this time, <laughs> right? Hey, we're gonna have Jimmy Button on real quick, but if you want to call in. Uh, before we get them on, 702-586-7857. Call in right now. Uh, quickly, we'll answer your calls, or we'll bring on Jimmy Button, and you can ask him what he wants, to th- what he thinks about. I want to talk to him about Josh Hill. Uh, Why don't you talk to him about me saving the girl's life in Mexico? He talked about that already. He did? Yeah. Kenny, Everyone me. thinks I'm full of shit, but me, I, me. I'm no, a he lifesaver. Backed, he backed it up on the air. David Hasselhoff Watson. Baywatch, <laughs> Baywatch body, beach body. He comes in with red trunks tomorrow or next week. Yeah. I freaking jump yeah. off rocks to save lives. Yeah, and, and he Button said him and Swing were going, oh, man, I think she's going to drown. And they're just sitting there. Yeah, then afterwards they're all, why would you risk your life to save her life? You don't even know her. It's if just, it was one of instinct. us, I could understand. That's instinct, dude. Right. Also, too, I invited um, John Mitchiff on the show as well. He's the uh, team manager at Valley Yamaha. I invited him to give his side of things as opposed to the Regal. I thought if we're giving so much airtime to... Mark, Re- Mark Pellegrino, Kyle Regal's stepdad. I thought it would only be fair to extend the offer to Throttle John Mitchiff, and Mitchiff declined. He didn't want to come on, but he did say that they wished Kyle Regal nothing but the best from here on out. So, Perfect. Pulp MX Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Has been. Has been. What's up? 
Hey, man. Uh, I want to thank you a lot for the Twitter updates on that front of races. You're just saying oh, yeah. that I'm off the phone with the, doing the kid thing. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. I, got, I got a question for you. Listen to the, uh, you know, the, live, the live broadcast. And, uh, you know, it starts out with uh, Weege and Bailey, which is excellent. Then, of course, the second mode is they go to the live track seat. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it just it was, it was brutal. Uh, I don't see how you guys hang at the races. But then, of course, it went over to the WMX. And I want to get your guys' take on the, the women's motocross. Now, I understand the marketability of it and everything, but, you know, they're, they're basically taking rides away from, from capable guys. Is that, is that what the, uh, the overall consensus is? Kenny? Uh, I don't know. Kenny, what's your feelings on the WMA? First of all, chicks are chicks. Uh, chicks go at chick speed. Chicks can't go fast as guys because they have no balls. Bottom line, that's what I always wow. say. They don't okay. have nuts, but for, for not having nuts... They go pretty fast. Jessica Patterson, she hauls the mail. Ashley? What Ashley? do you think of these teams giving all these support out to these chicks? What so are I they mean, giving them? They're not paying them. They're giving them a bike. Yeah, they're, probably, say, they're probably paying their own salaries to get there. I mean, they're, yeah, they're not their own salaries. Well, Phylex for sure on a full full boat ride. Yeah. By the, and Patterson probably, but other than that, you're That's, right. Yeah, I mean, everyone, they're probably just paying their own way. I mean, right. it's not, I don't think it's that big of a deal and they're, that big of an expense. They're making some money, but look at the exposure that Honda might be getting out of, you know, Ashley. I mean, you're talking SB Awards and this and that. Yeah. Um, I, again, I don't think that's taking a ride away. Did she win an SB? No, she was nominated. nominated for it. Uh, I don't know, has been. I, I fall on both sides of it. I uh, I, I don't know. I, what I do you think, has been? Well, you know, I mean, you know, Ashley Foley's been on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I mean, she gets unbelievable mainstream press. You know, my 50-year-old daughter knows knows who she is. She has no idea other than for me who Ricky Carmichael or Chad Reed or, or Kenny Watson is. You know, so for yeah. in the mainstream, I can understand the marketability of it. But guys that are working so hard, I mean, the 10th place guy, the monster girl is making more money than the 10th place guy. It's crazy. It's, it's, the whole thing is just upside down. Yeah, but you know what? Don't take nothing away from those chicks either. They work hard too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's no doubt about it. I mean, like, like I, you know, I can't beat Jessica Patterson anymore. There's no way. I remember when Mercedes Gonzalez used to come to the Raceway Park, uh, was the Kawasaki Racing Champions, and nobody wanted to get passed by her, and she would like jump over dudes' heads, and it was like we would rag on her for the rest of the year. You know? Right. So it's, just, it's and it, no, they definitely have skills. It's just you know I'm looking at the guys, how hard it is to get a tenth place in a national, and what they're making, and you know it's it's a uh, brutal existence. Yeah, it'd, it'd be it'd be cool to see. I mean, it would never happen, but just roll that chick money right into the all the purse, the chick purse into the men's purse. I don't but know. But they have their they the promoter doesn't put the purse up for the chicks, do they? The, the, MX Sports does. They, they, well, they bought the series. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you had the WMA series, yeah. and they bought it. I, I would say this. It wouldn't exist if it wasn't piggybacked with the Nationals. There's no way that you'd have all those semis and people going yeah, no. just to the women's I races. I don't see where it's entertainment, to be honest. I don't see the, in the fact that it's where it's entertainment. To me, when you watch the best riders in the world, and you watch then you watch the women's, the gate drops on the women's, and they all have helmets on, and you really can't tell they're chicks, and they're going... I mean, after the top five, yeah, it is a C class caliber. I really believe right. it, and, and I, I don't see where that's entertainment to see them not jumping the jumps that you just saw. The best riders, and I don't see where it's entertainment. I don't see where well, again, it, it's entertainment it's for the fans. Be, but hey, whatever. Yeah, I mean, the fans there could be family and friends that could be you know your daughter riding. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what they're getting out of it. I just think I don't I don't know how somebody thinks that that's. Uh, I would rather see an eighty cc race, or I'd rather see a one twenty five. Race. Yeah, I'd rather race. see a freestyle show. Of course you would, Kenny. I'd like to see Mad Mike. Thanks, Hasbin. Okay, hey, Kenny. Do oh. Palmer for Kenny's car. Sean Palmer, you got one? Yeah. All right, we'll do that. And Lance Waller. 
I don't know that guy. Uh, he hikes a Palmer. Palmer. Close relation to me. Talk okay. to you later. Bye. See, so, yeah, we will see you in a little bit. I have this. I have no doubt. Let's call up our guest. Right on, Colin. Jimmy Beanbag Button. Jimmy Button, great racer. Got hurt. Jimmy Buttonfly. Jimmy Buttonfly came back. I did like that name, Buttonfly. Buttonfly was cool. That's a good name. Good yeah. Nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the guys have pretty lame nicknames nowadays, but longest neck in the business. That was a good one. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, would he have to wear two Liats if they were around at the time? You know? Oh yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Ask him. No, I, I don't want to be rude. Like, I'm, I will. Uh, I mean, I'll ask him. He doesn't care. Just give it. Well, Hi, this is Jimmy. Thanks for calling. Sorry, I can't get my phone right now. Please leave me a message, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks so much. Uh oh. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Jimmy, hey, this is Mathis from Pulp MX Show. It's too bad you didn't pick up because Watson has a deal on the table right now for Josh Hill. Uh, two years, $1.5 million. Uh, too bad you didn't pick up, though. Otherwise, that deal would have been done. So call me back. Uh, would you sign Josh Hill? Speaking of that? Uh, it'd have to be – we would have to definitely – He was good. He was really good. Something happened there, though. <laughs> I know he got hurt. Yeah. Uh, it looks like he lost a lot of the motivation he had going. And I, I would hire him, but I would have to have a, a really strict program. I think Brooks had that, too, but I don't yeah. know. Uh one thing about um, Hill, he lost a ton of weight, too, dude, near the end of the Supercross series. Yeah. He was like a shell. Well, you know what? Uh, I was talking to Jimmy. You know, we were, we were negotiating with him a little bit about Hill, but we didn't have the program to put him on. You know, he wanted factory equipment, and we couldn't supply factory equipment. The same with when we were, you know, talking yeah. to Tedesco, and we decided that we were going to have to go back and do our other program and get right. back on Hondas and do bone stock Hondas because uh, I couldn't get contact landed from Honda. <laughs> and just a bunch of things happen. So, Ding. you know, they want, like, these guys want to ride, and they want all this money, but then they all they have, they have to have the best equipment, too. So it, it was a tough battle, and Jimmy was telling me that the whole time that Josh has been going to his trainer. And is, this, uh, is this Jimmy Button? Yeah, that's Button, for sure. No, it's Shenzi. Hey, what's up, Shenzi? We're waiting for Button hey, to call up? back. What's up? Sorry to interrupt you, uh, Watson. Shenzi. I thought it was Jimmy. Hey, sorry, uh, first-time caller. First time caller. Nice, thanks. Now I just wanted to catch up, get back on the little chat about the girls. Yeah. And um, anyway, you know, I mean, like Ashley is our girl, and we work with her. But I kind of agree. I don't know if it has to be entertainment, though. I know it's not always entertainment. I know it can be, like it was at the X Game or mm-hmm. last year, some of the races. I think it's just more like giving more credibility to a pro sport, and it's like it was in golf a long time ago or in tennis earlier, you know. Mm-hmm. Women were maybe boring to watch. I don't know. Same with, uh, I, I look you know, at it's like uh, same with like women's soccer in Europe is like, whoa, no one watches that. And here in the U.S., it became bigger. And maybe with motocross, is the same. Maybe doesn't always have to be entertaining right now, but at least it gets credibility and backup. And I, I don't know back. what. What do you think about this? I, I don't know if I. I mean, the WNBA is not a success, but you only know, have no, NBA yeah. dollar NBA yeah. dollars behind it. What do you think about the fact that? If you were a team, you're devoting. You have Button's number in there. Text them if you do. Uh, what do you think about this, Shenzi? If you were a team, I mean, what if you had to take some of your budget away from the guys or hiring a guy to get a girl because you you want the exposure of a of a podium girl as opposed to a tenth place men, who you would get more exposure for the girl, but the tenth place guy is you know busting his ass. Not that the 
That didn't come out right. I, but, you know. No, I don't know. I know what you mean. I agree. I don't think that teams really decide between a 10th place guy or, or a girl. I think that yeah. the teams that spend the money, like Honda, I mean, actually, she's a different. Ver- Although JP is very strong and fast, and Sarah Geiger's got great exposure with Red Bull, and mm-hmm. you got girls like Sarah Price and everybody. Ashley is a very special case. She's a phenomenon outside of moto. Yes. There's a lot of outside of moto exposure and everything. But the thing is, I don't think the Honda guys or the Yamaha guys or is there, I think, um, moto concept. They have a they have two. girl. I don't, two. And I don't, I don't think that they're really getting, taking money out of having extra guys in top ten. I think it's more like they get girls. Mm-hmm. But if they didn't have the girls, maybe they didn't have guys to do that. They would just save money for Right. It's more yeah. like those teams think, hey, there's a series that's going on, and maybe we need to be in there. We don't really know where it's going right now. It doesn't always get TV, or TV is very late in the year. But they kind of think that, hey, it's worth spending the money in that. But it doesn't mean they're stealing, from, they're stealing a job from a guy. Uh-huh. I don't, think, well, Ken, I don't yeah. think they would have a guy instead. I mean, I'm not sure. But. Kenny makes a good point. Who knows what those chicks are really getting as far as the support? Other thing too is yeah, that- yeah. And I, like Kenny said, I think a lot of them just some pay for their ride. I would say... Some girls like Sarah Price, I don't think she makes big money. I don't think she makes any money. Right. But they get the bike, at least. They get the support. You know, it's a bit like a Wonder Warhol of... Um, right. Sorry, my blue healer is barking. Yes. It's a bit of a Wonder Warhol of, of... I think the women just get a ride. I don't think they all get cash or money. There must be a bonus on yeah. results. But to be honest with you, looking at what we give to guys for bonuses and stuff like that, yeah. the girls' bonus is stupid. I mean, amateur racers... Boys can make more money. Yeah. Eat classes and those girls make on bonuses. Shenzi works for AGV helmets. So yeah, they're still going to be privy to contingency, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, be, yeah. You know it would be a, a really good caller to call in and debate this would mm. be Eddie. Eddie. Eddie Ray. Truck Eddie, driver Eddie. Eddie Ray. Oh, Eddie Ray. Yes. Eddie Ray. I thought you meant Eddie. Uh... No, 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 not Eddie Spaghetti. <laughs> Eddie Ray. You know Eddie Ray? Yeah, I, I, I know Eddie Ray. I mean, I got his number here. We could actually call him. Well, here's the thing, too. What if some of these really bringing money to the table? I mean, I don't think they are. You talk to you talk to Big Nasty, no? Yeah, I know Big Nasty well. Yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, Sarah Price's mechanic. Yeah. So I mean, uh, but I think I know it's kind of awkward, and I'm sure that people are leaving the track, you know, when the second motor of the women race is coming. But it's kind of it's good to do it right now. Right. Doesn't really. What are we going to get instead? You know, ATVs or. Like you said, 85 CCs or 125 CCs, uh-huh. trucks, youth class, maybe. I don't know. Hey, I think we got, I think, uh, Shenzi, I think we okay, got. Okay, you got Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. See ya. Thanks, Shenzi. Thanks. thanks. Hi. Thank you. Papa Mech Show, you're on the air. Who's this? <coughs> Hello? Jimmy Button. Buttonfly. <laughs> thanks for calling back. What are you doing? Just uh, talking women's racing, actually. Somehow we got onto the women's racing. Yeah, Jessica Patterson's been killing it. I know. You know what? It's, I, I hate to say it. I don't, I don't think this was really popular. But I had dinner with the Honda folks a couple weeks ago, and I mentioned to all of them that I really like the fact that JP is laying it, laying the wood to Ashley, because Ashley's the Wonder Girl, factory Honda, all this outside exposure. Patterson is the old veteran that everybody wrote off. That you know, people are like, ah, she's yeah, the she's, she's old news, now. you know. Hey, what is what is Ashley and Jimmy Button have in common? Ashley and Jimmy Button have in common. Let's see. You're Mr. You're Mr. Trivia. Uh-huh. Let's see. Think about it. What do they, those two riders have in common? Jimmy, do you know? Yeah, we both have disabilities. 
No, besides that, <laughs> okay. I forgot that one. You, you've always had a disability to me before you got hurt anyways. <laughs> uh, no, come on, dude. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Sam Bernardino. That's it. San Bernardino. Dean Gibson. Is oh, Dean Gibson. Like... Yes, Dino Bambino from San Bernardino. Yep. Uh, yeah. Keyboard. Well, Dean's not actually her mechanic. She's well, not a mechanic. He, I think he was at some stage of the game. Maybe yeah, yeah. He's yeah. test mechanic or something, but he definitely has a hand in it. Oh, ab- absolutely, That's yeah. That's his program. He's, yeah, he's strong into that. No, no, for sure. So, um, yeah, good, good, good one, Kenny. Thank you. Hey, Jimmy, thanks for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Um, hey, I got, I got to say thanks for actually having me because you guys have actually spiked my heart rate now that – like, I'm normally just riding, just kind of chilling out. Mm-hmm. And so now trying to talk and ride, I got my heart rate up like another 20 beats a minute, so it's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you getting ready for your Miles from Miracles uh, ride? Yeah, putting my nightly miles in right now on my, uh, on my bike at the house. Damn. And so you're going from San Diego to Daytona next yeah. February. Um, yeah. People can learn more about it at milesformiracles.com? Miles. For, like FOR miracles today. Okay. Um, and 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 how's the training going? It's good. I yep. mean, you know, like um, after my accident, I always had like a really uh, big problem with doing anything for a sustained period of time. Uh huh. So when I first started training for this, I couldn't I couldn't cycle more than about fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. which isn't really good because if you're only doing fifteen minutes a day across the country, <laughs> it might take a while. Yeah. But, uh, no, so training's going good. I mean, I've been on it for like seven months now, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going really well. Just looking forward to, you know, the next six months of training and then getting on the road. Yeah, that's going to be gnarly. And how's donations coming? Are they coming in? Uh, they're slowly coming in. Not so many. But I think, you know, once we can start getting closer to mm-hmm. it, and, yep. you know, once I'm on the ride and everything, I think we'll start doing some, some, uh, some better work for sure. Right, right. Hey, who's riding with you? Uh, so it's going to be me and my old trainer, Corey, and then we have a uh, uh, a doctor that's going to go with us and also do the ride. Um, and then uh, Tony Bouton is actually going to drive the motorhome for us, who's uh, Josh Hill's roommate, yep. and used to drive his motorhome for him. And then uh, <clears throat> along the ride, I'm going to pick up different people. Hart and Alicia are going to ride some miles with me. MC is going to ride some with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor. Sheldon's going to do some miles. David Bailey is. Uh, Barry's going to do some stuff with me. And then my, my buddy, uh, my buddy in, uh, in uh, Florida, Billy Wood, is going to uh, ride Florida with me as well. So it should oh, cool. be good. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like good. Hey, uh, saw you at Lakewood. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? What, what, uh, what went down at Lakewood that caught your eye? Um, Purcell really stepped up the game, I think, you know, yeah. he's going to be struggling a little bit in those second motos with the heat lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really didn't have that situation, but we did have the altitude. Yep. I think, you know, with, without the heat and, uh, you know, it was actually kind of nice with the wind and whatnot, you know, he really, dude, that second moto, first moto was kind of basic for him, right? Get the whole shot. Yeah. Cruise around, watch everybody behind you. The second moto, man, he killed it. Yeah. And he came from like fifth and he passed Tyler and Dean and, Wharton, you know, and then he got up onto the back of Trey, you know, and Wilson. He got around both those guys, and, and then he just kind of walked away. So, you know, that was a good swing by him. Pretty, uh, pretty boring, you know, 450 deal. I, I wish, uh, you know, it would have been nice to see JD not crashing that first corner in the second moto. It could have been a good race with, uh, you know, with him and the Dunge. Yeah. 
and maybe somebody else could have gotten over. I'll win. Yeah, I know. Dungey's just amazing right now. He's just a robot, man. He's on. He's on a roll. Um, what do you make of Reedy's bad day? What uh, was that? What's that all about? I don't know, man. I'm 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 pulling for him because he's one of our guys. Right. But um, I don't know. He just doesn't seem to have that that gnarly spark. You know? like right mm-hmm. now, he just seems like a little bit flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. You know, Chad's always been a guy that, whether he's just coming off the couch or, you know, from an injury or not riding for a while or whatever, he's always able to step it up and, and get it done and mm-hmm. be up in the mix. But he's been getting bad starts and, you know, a couple little mistakes here and that have really cost him. So I hope he can get the thing turned around. I know he really likes Red Bud. Mm-hmm. Be, uh, it'd be good to see him, you know, get a couple good starts and go show those guys what he's made out of. Yeah, and, and Grant laid the wood to everybody there last year, so look for him to be good this weekend. AG yeah. laid the wood to everyone that first moto because he came, I think he was in about ninth, even as far as 10th place that first moto. Yeah. And that charge, and I think Andrew gave both him and Dengie a, a, a gift. Yeah. With that because I think he would have stayed pretty strong the rest of the moto. And, again, you know, kind of having trouble with his motos as well. Yeah, I think Shorty would have won that first one had he not fallen. I think so. I think so. Yeah, I, I think he looked uh, looked pretty strong. Hey, Beanbag, where do you think uh, um, uh, Porcel? Where do you, what what do you what's your thoughts of him next year? Where do you think he's going? I think he's going. Uh, me personally, I think he'll probably end up on a red bike. Really? Is you know, that? I, mean, I, I maybe he could end up green. I don't, I'm not really sure, but I mean, if I had to pick, I mean, he seems like a good seems like a good pick for Honda. You know, with I mean, he you know he doesn't like do a bunch of extracurricular things, or at least anybody knows of. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he just kind of goes out, does the job, gets the job done. I win the fight home. And I think, you know, I think he would, I mean, he's going to kill it on a 450 no matter which way you look at it. So. Right. Is, uh, is silly season stuff going on? Uh, for those who don't know, Jimmy Button's an agent at the Wasserman Media Group right now and represents some high-profile guys. Is silly season going on uh, right now, JB? Yeah, I mean, I've got I've got one deal done for for one of our guys. And, you know, as Kenny knows, I mean, me and Kenny talk all the time about riders and where they're going and mm-hmm. what's good, what's bad, and whatnot. And uh, things are definitely moving, which is nice. Yeah. i tell you what, a year ago, man, <laughs> I was struggling to get people to call back for good riders last year just because of the economy and, yeah. A lot of people weren't sure, you know, what was going on. So, you know, this year has been, been a lot better. In fact, I've already got one, you know, really good deal done with a good team for a good guy. I'm, I'm pretty pumped on that. A big bike or a small bike? Little bike. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm Yeah. Hey, what uh, – I want to get your take on something that happened on this show um, a little while ago. We had Brooks on, Larry Brooks, who you know well, good friend of yours, good friend of mine. Uh it says a few critical things about your guy, Josh Hill. Um, Hill's season fell apart dramatically near the end uh, after, a, after an incredible start. Uh, what did you think of what Brooks said? Did you talk to him about it? And what's your thoughts on I all mean, that? Of course I talked to him. I mean, Larry's my brother-in-law. So. <laughs> <laughs> you but know, I mean, but about the show of, specifically? We have, we, have, we have family functions together, so it's not like I don't talk to him all the time. No, but I mean about the show okay. specifically, about what Brooks said. Yeah, no, you know, I mean, yeah, we talked, but I mean, you know, it was, it's true. I mean, he, you know, Josh started out great. Mm-hmm. He came in really prepared, and, you know, unfortunately, he, you know, he had a, a crash and got hurt, and, you know, maybe hindsight right now, maybe we should have taken a few weeks off, you know, mm-hmm. two or three races off and let him heal up and, 
know, come back and had six good races, and probably with the way things pan themselves out, you know, if that was the case, he might have ended up, you know, probably second in the championship with RV getting hurt. Right. But, you know, we were in the title hunt at the time, and, you know, we thought we could push our way through it. And I think we would have, but, you know, he had a second crash at the test track during the, uh, during the week break that we had. Mm-hmm. You know, and he rebroke everything and then hurt some other ribs. So, you know, it was a bad deal, but, I mean, collectively, we, we all made decisions to right. go one direction and, you know, to the team. And, uh, you know, maybe we made a little bit of a, of a poor choice, but it is what it is. But, you know, Josh is a fighter, and he's going to come back strong. And, you know, hopefully he can come out and have a, you know, have a good race next games. And, you know, maybe he's going to be racing to go up against James and prove to everybody that, yeah, he, he would have been in the mix had he not gotten hurt. Yeah, no, definitely. Do you, do you foresee him back at L&M? Are you guys talking to them? Is, it, is that what you're? looking at yeah i mean, well, I mean yeah track. Your, your cell phone your cell phone's dropping out pretty bad am i yeah all right i'll, I'll walk out he's walking outside okay Deb. It's, it's, i just don't understand all these millionaires they, these guys are millionaires and they came and afford a good cell phone service yeah, yeah it's i don't know can you hear me yeah there we go right. no it's because i'm on my bluetooth oh uh, okay that's the reason why uh okay so, oh, no, wait, who are we talking to? Hollywood? Is this, yeah, is this, is this, is this Scott or, or Jimmy <laughs> Mudd? Hollywood. You got a beanie on with your Bluetooth? Kenny Jackass. I'm riding a bicycle right now, homie. <laughs> so then get off the bike and talk to us then, dude. All right, I do what? Jackass. Come on. Hey, some dude on the message board said so, that you're going to. Hey, hey listen. Back to, back to our deal. Let me interrupt you. Back to our deal. I mean. Yeah, I mean, we're talking to Larry. So uh-huh. Of course, I'm talking to a bunch of other people as well because that's what you know. That's what my job is. That's what I have to do. But right. you know, I mean, being back at LB's team would be a great a great deal for Josh or uh-huh. or anybody that could end up on that team. I mean, they they got a great program over there. So, right. you know, we'll see what happens. Who picks the riders over there, Stewart or Larry? <laughs> Stewart's not picking the riders. I mean, but the thing is, what are you going to do? You're not going to put somebody in there that James simply doesn't belong with. I mean, he is the team leader, so I Larry picks the riders, but, you know, it's not like he's going to, you know, bring Chad back on the team. <laughs> yeah, but doesn't, uh, doesn't uh, what's that, JS, JC. That JS7 stuff all over that truck and all over the gear? Yeah, well, I mean, that's a deal that, you know, James and Larry have worked out amongst themselves. Uh, yeah, I think Larry would be a foolish not to uh, not to call James and be, hey, by the way, I'm thinking of signing this guy. What do you think? I mean, that's just that's just. I think that, I think smart. that goes on with every team, right. whether it's you know now with Dungey being the head guy over at Suzuki to yeah. you know, to win them at Factory Connection and and kind of the list goes on. I mean, it's always been like that. There's always an A rider and a B rider on every team. Yeah, like Matt Bonney at uh, Hart and Huntington. Yeah, you know. Hey, so is it safe to say Button Canard is done? Right, Canard's going to Honda. That's done. From what I understand, the deal is is like cemented and stone that right. he's going to be there. Yeah, and then I heard Wilson's re-signing with Pro Circuit now, which isn't a surprise. And there's an offer out to Baggett. Is, is that all stuff you heard? Uh, well, yeah, since I represent Blake. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Yeah, is that true? There's an offer out to him from Pro Circuit. Yeah, we're yeah. Okay, good. That's good. Uh, but uh, who's so who's going to be who's going to be the next guy? I mean, is everybody waiting on Stewart? Is what's good is uh. Is Stewart going to go back to L&M? What's your feelings on that, just as a fan, just uh, for what you know? I, I don't think – it's kind of different this year. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like last year everybody was waiting on somebody, right? Mm-hmm. It was like everyone was waiting on Dungy to do his deal or whatever it was. Yeah. 
<clears throat> right now, it's like I don't, I don't see anybody really waiting around for any particular rider. Mm-hmm. Teams are just moving. You know, right now they're at a good pace to get everything done. Right, right. Do you think all the riders are pretty much going to go for the same salary all the way across the board? You know, like a like a, uh, a top five, like a Wyndham Tedesco. Uh, you know, guys like at that level. You know, your guy. You know, Hill. I mean, I don't. I don't think there's going to be a lot of guys that get a pay increase um, at all, just because simply the money's not out there. But um, I mean, someone like Dean Wilson's getting a pay increase. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, I for sale probably going to get a pay increase because he's going to be moving up to the 450. And Canard, you know, yeah. and he's got two championships. Canard's going to get a pay increase because he's going up to the big class. You know, he's kind of proved his value. So, Do you st- guys, but for the most part, I think the big guys like the Reeds and Stewart and Bill Potos, I think all the salaries are going to probably stay about the same. Right. Do you see Shorty staying at Honda? What do you think is going to happen there, dude? That's a great question. I, I, I man, I, I would keep him. I, I, I would sign him again. But I, I guess if they got Canard, I don't know. Maybe they're going to go for a bigger guy. You know, there isn't too many well, bigger I think guys. Maybe, up. maybe over at Honda. Maybe you know, maybe with those guys, you know, maybe it's to deal with Andrew that if he can win a couple more motos, maybe get an overall. Because mm-hmm. you know, he's always struggled with finding that that win in the big class. That uh, you know, maybe at that point, then yeah. They'd resign him, but right now I, I don't have a clue. Right. And if you were Kenny Watson, who would you sign for your Hart Huntington team? Well, personally, I would put me on a contract just as a uh, consultant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, you want I don't some, know. You I think there's actually going to be good guys. Want... I know that, you know, we, we, uh, we represent, uh, you know, the H&H team as far as, like, <clears throat> getting outside sponsors for them and whatnot. Uh-huh. And, you know, we're working on some stuff right now that I think, you know, as Kenny knows that, done that team's going to be in a good spot yeah yeah I, I know a little bit about it too and yeah hopefully it does come through hey we got some calls you want to take some calls from fans yeah fire it off all right pulp mx show you're on the air who's this hello oh, oh i think that guy's gone pulp mx, pulp mx show you're on the air who's this yeah hello this is um jim i'd like to speak to jimmy button he's on the line man got Thanks him for- on the line. oh great hey uh how you doing guys Hey, uh, Jimmy, um, just want to get your thoughts on the upcoming um, young amateur class coming up, I guess, after Loretta's. And um, I know you've worked with Ian Treadle in the past. And yeah. um, just want to get your thoughts on Ian and the uh, prospects coming up here in the next uh, pro season. Well, um, we're still working with Ian. And Ian is, like right now, he's my only amateur kid that I'm focusing on. And, you know, I think Ian's got a really good chance to, you know, align himself with a good team. There's a few you know, possibilities that he might do a few nationals before the end of the year. You know, but we're you know just kind of taking that one step at a time and see where we end up. But you know, Ian's a great kid. He comes from a great family. You know, he he works extremely hard and with his training and his diet and everything like that. And you know, I think he's going to end up in a good place. And he's got a great future ahead of him. Okay, thanks a lot, Jimmy. No hey, worries. Have a good night. Thanks for calling in, bud. Uh, 702-586-7857. We got Jimmy Button on the line for just a little while longer. Um, Jimmy, what do you support? What do you foresee, uh, Joe Gibbs doing, uh, Josh Grant resigning? What do you think? I know I heard he's been shopping around a little bit. Yeah. Thing. And you know, I talked to, J- uh, to Jeremy this weekend and Coy a little bit at the race up in Colorado mm-hmm. and they're not, they're not giving me too many details, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a great program that Coy and Jeremy have put together over there. So yeah. I think anybody that gets on that team is very fortunate. Yeah. What do you think the chances of H and H getting uh, a guy like Josh Grant? Probably pretty good. 
if that I, if I, your deal goes down, I think I, I've t- I've talked to him, but and I told him that we have our team meetings at rehab every Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> and he was all like, about that. <laughs> he's got the tattoos. Yeah. And next time you're, and next year you're going to be uh, better than goes the plan. You're going to be an outdoor team, right, Kenny? That's what that's what I hear. That's going to be awesome to see Watson at all twelve rounds of the outdoors. Uh, that's going to be so. so I, I got a question for you guys, since you guys are you know getting me with questions. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited that I'm on this show because this is probably like the most anticipated Pulp MX show ever. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know if you heard last week's or not. Last week's was pretty good. Yeah, I replayed it twice. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Mark's coming back on here. We're gonna get his take on silly season and uh, and different things that happened. Um, you want to take some calls? Hey, Button, why don't you? Uh, How much longer do we have you for, Button? What's that? How much longer do we have you for? I know I told I you. Know. Dude, I'm just I'm just pedaling away. I got like 20 more minutes on my bike. So. Okay, let's take some calls. Or Kenny, do you have a question? I just want just to forget that that I'm a lifesaver. That I know how to oh. drive off rocks and yeah. save lives. Oh, That's all. Here we go. Again. He, does. He, yeah. he saves people, brother. I know. We we heard that. Even though you think I'm an idiot for doing it, but it's Papa Mex Show. You're on the air. Who's this? <laughs> Mathis. Yeah. What's up? It's Eddie Ray. Hey, Eddie Ray. What's going on? Hey, Eddie Ray. Watson. Not much chilling. I was sitting here, and all of a sudden, I got this crazy phone call that told me to call your show. <laughs> well, we we were having a WMA debate, um, but right now we got Jimmy Button on the line, and so can we call you back? Yeah, because we would like to yeah. talk to you about WMA. I got your number, same number, right? Yeah, same number. I just uh, like I said, I was sitting here, and this number came through, and they're like, "Hey, man." Uh, Pulp and X wants you to call in, and so I was like, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, uh, we, we would like you. Well, yeah, it would be a good uh, we'll call. Yeah, they're debating, is women's motocross really worth, worth it. it? Worth it. Do the women really, people are saying that the women are taking rides away from guys that should be getting rides. And That's shit. Okay, so that, just think about that, and we'll call you back, buddy. You'll have some time to get your facts and stuff. Yeah. He has them already. He doesn't need to Thanks, get them. Thanks, Eddie. We'll call you back. Uh, I'll be waiting. All, All right. right uh, what do you think of WMA racing, uh, Button? Dude, I think it's cool. Yeah? Why not, man? It's, to me, it's, it's, more, it's more people in this world that get to race motocross, have fun at it, and get paid something to do it. Well, that's, that's pretty much sums it up. Awesome. That's, that's a good, uh, good way to sum it up. Pulp Mech Show, you're, you're on the air. Who's more this? More potential clients. Hey, this is Jim from Carlsbad. Hey, Jim from Carlsbad. Uh, do you have a question for Jimmy Button? Yeah, I sure do. Hey, Jimmy, uh, with all the <clears throat> upper body injuries that we're seeing nowadays, you know, it used to be back in the day everybody wore chest protectors with shoulder pads. And, you know, you know everybody, the aftermarket manuf- uh, guys all make them. Why don't the upper-level guys wear them? And if they did, do you think that would decrease some of the upper body inju- injuries that we're seeing? Uh, to, uh, well, here, I'll give you my own opinion. And, again, this is just a personal opinion, so you know, yeah. it doesn't really hold water except for myself. Um, you know, when I raced, I didn't wear a chest protector because, uh, quite honestly, no disrespect to the girl, I kind of looked like a girl when I wore one. <laughs> and number two is I, I had just as bad of injuries with chest protectors on as I did when I didn't have them on at all. So I think kind of, you know, in certain circumstances, I think they're going to work pretty well. In a lot of circumstances, I don't think they're going to do you a damn bit of good, but that's just my own personal opinion. Hey, Beanbag, yeah, I remember... Well, you know, I agree with you, you know, but it just seems like they're, they're, we could be doing something to stop some of these injuries. But maybe, maybe we can. Maybe it's just, you know, part of the sport. I don't know. But thanks for taking my call. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling in. 
Hey, I remember yeah, when you were, Jimmy, I remember you were riding the Suzuki number 34 with the JT gear. You had the JT little uh, chest protector on. Yeah, he did. I wore a V1000, dude. That thing was sick. Yeah, yeah. That, you were sharp looking, no doubt about it. That JT, I think that might have been your best looking motif, I think. Yeah, that yellow and blue stuff you used to wear was dope. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's the same stuff that I wore at, uh, at Daytona. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, had uh, those, I had those baby blue. I had baby blue and yellow Alpine stars and downhill, too. They were so sick. Factory, we always go. Damn, button looks dope. <laughs> uh, the caller makes a good point in the fact I couldn't understand. Like, Hill's battling a rib injury, and he's not wearing a chest protector. Now, look, I, I know you made a good, print, a good point, Jimmy. I just, with a rib injury, I would be putting that little tiny thing of plastic on it just because. You yeah, know? but you know what? With the rib injury, I mean, he had two, a couple broken ribs. Mm-hmm. Chest protector ain't going to do it. I mean, if he sneezed, it was going to hurt. I know, but just, hey. What could it hurt? You know, a rock or something? Who knows? You know, that's just my opinion. But I'd be really good if it would have been something that you could have just gave him an injection to kind of deaden the pain. But you know where it is with the lung and all that stuff right there. You can't do anything for it. Oh really? Is that is that the deal? Yeah, nothing. You can't do nothing for it. No. Oh. Uh, well, cool. life, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I hear you. Uh, and, and to tell you the truth, I don't have any documentation to prove otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's good to know. I have documentation. Yeah, uh, we got this. I have documentation. Yeah, we, I cut it into sound bites. It was awesome. It was, it was good. <laughs> and, and, you know, and he's coming on here, and uh, uh, you know, hopefully he's not too mad at us. We had to hung up. So, hey, since I'm riding my bike right now and everybody's on the chat board, what's everyone rapping about right now? That hill, that that, that Josh Grant should stay away from H&H, that H&H does not have enough money to pay him, that I'm a douchebag, Kenny is... If, is, uh, if your deal comes through for next year, you're going to have enough money. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think we want to... I, Hart was telling me this weekend that he doesn't want to blow his wad and pay a big rider salary. He'd rather just pay me. A lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> no, we're going to go oh, for right. it. We're going to go with the Kenny team manager thing and the Button consultant deal, and it'll be out of cash. Hey, hey Button, this is what Coy told me a few weeks back, though. He said that if JG is going to go anywhere and signs a letter, like they got the right to match, but they're going to let him go because they just, hey, if you're going to sign a letter, that means you want to leave and we'll let you leave. Have yeah, you- and also, you know, I think, I think um, you know, with, with the Gibbs deal, I know that you have to live back in North Carolina. Yep. You know, maybe that's playing a factor with uh, with him. You know, the kid playing. So. It might play a factor with him riding better too, though, and really turning his t- really turning it on too. You uh, know, well, yeah, and maybe you know, maybe maybe it's time for him to come back to Cali. You know, to yeah. come back home, so to speak. So. Let, let me ask you this, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this. Let me get me your opinion. Now, somebody you don't represent, who is going? Who is going to be the bargain next year? Who's going to be the guy that? you see as coming on or going to be a future star? Is there, is there an up-and-coming kid or guy that you really think highly of and, and t- some team's going to get a bargain on, like a Blake Baggett or somebody like that? Um, who's going to be the next, like, really good, like, well, super just, discount? Well, yeah, exactly, super discount guy like a Hill or a Baggett and, and, and is going to perform much better than his uh, paycheck indicates. Wow, dude, it's motor cost, man. <laughs> I know, but these, know are, these are the questions that the fans like to hear, you know? Somebody like, uh, I don't know, a, a, a Matt Bonney last year. Not this year, but last year. 
Well, I mean, you know, I think, I mean, to be quite honest with you, mm-hmm. I mean, to put it out there, I think the two kids that are going to be, you know, a pretty good a pretty good deal for anybody mm-hmm. is probably going to be Wilson and Baggett. Even their, even their deals that they're going to end up on, I still think that's going to be a really great deal for yeah. the manufacturers. Right, right. What about the big? Work. What about the big bike class? Help me out here. I'm looking for a deal. Yeah, you just see Tedesco. When you close your eyes at night, you just see Tedesco. No. Yes, hot sauce. Yes, he sees hot sauce. Right, Button? Come on. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, the 450 class is, you know, I mean, you know, I think uh, the biggest bargain of 2010, even though he didn't finish that great, was Josh. Absolutely, I would agree. Yeah. What about Meddy? You think Meddy's going to do anything in the big bike class on the Supercross? You know I actually do. Uh, he's really impressed me in the outdoors. He, you know, the thing I like about him is he hasn't just come in and had one moto that was just crazy good. And you're like, oh man, we expect that every time. He has been like slowly working his way up the food chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, quietly, you know, on, still, quietly. Yeah, yeah, and he's still relatively young, and and he, you know, everyone knows that Cass works hard. He's got a lot of drive, determination, so. He could be he could be a good guy next year. Mm-hmm. I think he can do good in Supercross just because I watched him ride Supercross and I think a lot of his crashes that he when he did crash was just because he got in trouble and the power, he needed power to help him to get out of it and he didn't have it. It um, was just stupid stuff, casing stuff, you know, clipping whoops, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, in the, in the light class, man, you got to ride that thing, you know, to the stops. Yeah, and him being Boy older. Around. Yeah, and him being older too, maybe he doesn't want to ride it and turn his brain off as much as the kids around him. Yeah, you know, yeah, and there's, you know, you you look at those other kids. I mean, they got you know they lose. You know, uh, is they got he, absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain. Do either so, of you guys see Medi leaving that team? Do you see think he's well? I don't think on? if if they keep Kevin, they're not going to keep. They, they him. won't. They won't keep him. They won't do two four fifty no? guys. There's no way in their budget they could do that. Do you think they could, Button? I don't know. Maybe they could. I mean, I think that he's been there a while. He's been there a couple of years now, and I think he probably gets along with those guys pretty good, or at least I've heard otherwise. Yeah. Well, a perfect example is TP, is Preston. Right. I mean, he won a championship yeah. for him, moved up, you know, and they had him and Wyndham. I just don't think the funding's there because I know that they had a hard time with Honda last year, you know, getting the proper funding. Right. So, who knows? That's true. I mean, that could, that could be a situation, but, you know, hopefully, you know, Medi's a good guy. I think he uh, works pretty hard. It'd be good to see him get something decent next year. Let's take a couple more calls, and we'll let JB go and call Mark uh, Pellegrino. Papa Mech Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Uh, this is Wilbur. Wilbur. What's up? What's up, man? Thanks for calling in. Uh, I was bored, you know, home hurt. Figured I'd call in, get some entertainment for the night. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, who's your agent? Do you need one? Because you're, you're kind of uh, a hot property right now. Do you have an agent? He's got one. You what now? Do you need an, a- got who's, an agent? Who's your agent, Han? Uh, Steve Aldaca. Oh, Aldaca. Okay, so you don't need Button. Button's on the line. <laughs> you don't need him. Uh, Button, Button's a good dude. Right, dude, right. I need him as a friend. Oh, he's there for his friend, I think. Uh, yeah, awesome. Uh, uh, and so, hey, are you coming back or are you out for a while? Uh, I'll be back. Okay, you'll be back for the Nationals at some point. Yeah, I should. Uh, actually, Ting said, you know, whenever uh, whenever I feel like my shoulder is strong enough to go ahead and go ride. And uh, I'm thinking I'll be back on the bike in two or three weeks here. Yeah, come on, man. Didn't you guys see the Internet today? He had a picture of himself, yeah. shoulder surgery, all that. I-, I read on the Internet that all, all these modern riders are pussies. That's what I read. And and none, none of them train like Bob Hanna. <laughs> you know what? They don't train like Bob Hanna. They train way gnarlier. 
<laughs> Ooh. Uh, actually, Jimmy, we weren't. We didn't count Will. Uh, old Will Hahn there is one of the uh, one of the hot up and coming guys. I would put him in the same group as Baggett. Uh, a hot commodity right now. Ping doesn't think he's going to keep him. I think Will's probably, from what I know, Will's going to end up on a great team, making good money. So good for him. What, well, how much can you tell us, Will? <laughs> right now, uh, nothing. I don't no? have anything to tell. You know, uh, uh-huh. obviously nothing's done yet. And uh, like I, like Jimmy said, I think I'm going to be happy wherever I end up. And there's still a good chance to be back on the trolley team. And uh, you know, you never really know. Uh, uh-huh. Right now, it's it's really up in the air. And you know, I. I of all my success is a big credit to Troy and the whole group of guys there this year have, have been great to me. And uh, they really helped me take my program to the next level. And I think it really shows how good of a team they really are. Yeah, no, absolutely. The, the Ping has turned, turned some heads with uh, the guys he's selected. Um, but you, you were coming on at KTM last year. You know, you podiumed uh, Jacksonville, and, and, uh, and you could see that you were a guy on the rise. Every time I talk to you at the Nationals, I'm like, how'd your day go? You're like, well, last year I went 15-18 here, so a 6-5 is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, yeah. You know, I think it's, it's everybody says it, and, you know, it kind of is, especially for me, outdoors has been baby steps. And Supercross, I, I mean, it was a lot easier for me, obviously. And, and outdoors, I struggled really bad last year, and I wasn't, wasn't going to have another one of those years. And, mm-hmm. and I've been working hard, and it's just unfortunate. You know, I just got off weird last week, and, uh, you know, my shoulder wasn't, wasn't great from before Salt Lake anyway, and then mm-hmm. it just uh, it finished it off completely, and uh, so it was it was time to go get it fixed. Right. All right, Wilbur, it's K Dub. Enough talking about dirt bikes. Let's oh, talk what's about up, some, dude? what up, dude. Hey, you want if you want to go on a team that meets team meetings at Rehab Cabanas on Sundays. Sundays. Watson <laughs> is your guy. Hey, let us know the story about uh, Regal's sister. Everyone oh, wants to don't, don't, co- don't go there, guy. Come on, guy. You dated her. That was your lady. Yeah, Everyone's dude. trying to, yeah. And I'm, st- and I've tried to get your back. If you heard, I know Will dated her, and I don't know much about her, but you know, everyone's in the chat room talking crap on her, and I, and I think she's a nice girl. I don't know her, and I just wanted you to speak your piece about her. No, nah, she and was you a good, know, she was a good girlfriend to me, and uh, I still think she's a good girl. We're, we still talk as friends and mm-hmm. uh, and whatnot, but uh, you know, I didn't anymore. But no, nah, she's a good girl. Okay, awesome. Well, what about what's your uh, which you know Mark very well. Which, which your, I, I, I personally like Mark. I think I Mark like is, him too. I think Mark is a good dude. What is your? I mean, I don't. If you, if you don't like the guy, just you know, don't throw him under. But just, I mean, what's your feeling about his whole situation with, with the kid, with Kyle? I think Mark is, uh, is a very, you know, he's an outstanding family in, or a guy, and the family is as well. You know, uh, they've always treated me great. I rode at their track a lot, and. Uh, They've always treated me great going there, and, and uh, you know, I've rode with, with Kyle a lot since uh, before, you know, he had gotten faster, and, uh, you know, he has a solid program down there a- along with Mark and, and the whole family. Um, there's a reason why why he's become what he has, and uh, it's not on accident. He, he works hard, and, you know, you can't hide from that. He's, he's strong at the end of the motos and all that, and, uh, you know, he, he has a good program along with Merge, and I've worked with you know Jim Lewis and all them over there before, and uh, he's got a good group of people behind him. And uh, do you think Mark's I getting think, a bad rap and Kyle's getting a bad rap over nothing? Think it's all bullshit? Yeah, a little bit. I think it, it all of it gets blown out of proportion, no matter what you're doing. And unfortunately, he's got blown out of proportion more than 
than normal. Mm-hmm. And in our sport, you, you can't do anything. You can't sneeze the wrong way and, and it not get blown out of proportion. And, uh, but that's like with anything, you know. And, yeah, uh, the, unfortunately with, with Mark's deal, it's because he, he speaks his mind. And uh, you know where you stand with him. And I think a lot of people don't know how to take that. And, uh, exactly. you know, if he doesn't like you, you're going to know. Well, that's not the normal thing in motocross. That's what's unfortunate about it is everybody, everyone tries to hide, hide behind some shield. Yeah. And no one, no right. one is on anybody's toes. Yeah. And I tell you what, I mean, you know, if, if everybody was more straight up and honest about it, I mean, I can tell you that, like, for me, negotiations would be a lot easier. I mean, <laughs> you just, you know, no, seriously, yeah. if you don't want a guy, yeah. you, don't, you don't want a guy. You don't like him. You don't want him. It's easy. You can step yeah. away and go to the next one. But a lot of times people just kind of, you know, part of my language is they just, pussyfoot and bullshit around, you know? And, it's like, and I, I completely agree with you, Jimmy, right there. It's like instead of leading the guy on for two and a half, three weeks on, you know, instead of letting him move on to something else or, or figure out what his other options is, it's always like, you know, we're interested, and, and that keeps you on the fish hook, you know what I mean? You, you keep there, and, and because, you you know, you're, we're normal people. You hope for the best, and you want, you know, obviously you, you if you're talking to that person, you want to be on that team and, yeah, and, the and it's always thing, easier to be like, you know, the, no, we, we don't have any room for him this year, maybe next year. And then that's all it needs to be said. Yeah, but the sad thing is you never get that call back to hear that because you know you don't get the deal is when you don't get the call. Right. And that's the sad thing. And then you see those fake people at the races, and they try to be your friend. Like, bro, oh, dude, sorry I didn't get back with you. I didn't get that email. And they straight lie to you. And it's like, dude, kick rocks, dude. Beat it. I I'm not trying to be your friend. I'm just trying to do business with you. I don't want to go to dinner with you and your family. I'm here. I'm going to go my way. You go your way. Now beat it, geek. You know what I'm saying? Half the people in this industry are just so freaking two-faced, and they straight lie about everything. And that's one thing that I hate. Well, the, the problem is, you know, so many of them think that they say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing or this and that, that they'll get fired or whatever it is. Like, dude. Yeah. Just because you're doing business, no matter what business you do, sometimes deals don't go together. Yeah, exactly. you know I mean? They don't work. They don't work. You know, if if Will doesn't end up at, at Tour Lee or he doesn't end up at Factory Suzuki or Factory Honda or Factory Connection or Pro Circuit or Star Yamaha. Way to not drop a hint button. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, no, those are all the good teams, right? right? right because right. it's just because it didn't work out and it didn't happen. It's not because somebody doesn't hate somebody or someone dislikes someone better than the other, whatever. It's just because exactly. deals don't work. Right. And, yeah, sometimes it's just not the right fit or, or you know, they just didn't have the room or, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah, Will, you, easier, were, you were a late sign. You straight up about it. Yeah. Yeah, Will, yeah. You, you were a late signing, uh, uh, Troy Lee. You were uh, probably stressed out there for a little while. Um, so you were the guy on the fish hook, I imagine. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah. uh, you know, I honestly, after I, uh, MDK right after Steel City to do whatever I wanted. So right. when I came home, I started riding, uh, one of my brother's old practice bikes actually. And, uh, started riding a Cali and then, uh, you know, uh, the old MDK team manager called me up and, uh, wanted me to know if I wanted to do us open. And I was, I was all for it. You know, at that time I hadn't signed anything and uh-huh. I figured why not? Let's go, let's go race and see if I can open some eyes and whatnot. And, uh, ended up qualifying awesome there. Everything went good. I think I qualified third, which was, you know, that was more expectations. You know, it exceeded my expectations completely. And, uh, ended up getting hurt there. So that didn't help my cause at all. And, and I honestly, um, the team was supposed to come together. It was supposed to be, uh, kind of another thing with MDK. Yeah the next year on Cowies, and uh, I was, as far as I was concerned, I was already done deal there, and 
unfortunately it ended up going through and, and, and the, you know, the team didn't come together. And then that kind of, you know, again, I was, you know, again, searching for it. And then, uh, it's kind of tough to get a ride when you're hurt too. And, right. uh, you know, uh, Pingree and, and Troy really took a gamble with me. I was, when I signed my deal, I was still hurt. So, and for all they know, you know, I wouldn't, wasn't going to come back with the crap and they took a good, uh, a pretty good chance with me. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, like I said, I can't, can't uh, thank them enough for that. Right. How's that? How's Tommy doing, by the way? Is he out with a broken foot? I think he tweeted that. Um, it actually, he uh, he got an MRI or uh, X-ray a day. As far as they're concerned, nothing's broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a word for the injury. It was it's like a, a common football foot injury, is what the doctor here said. Like turf, <coughs> like turf toe or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh-huh. And so he's going to get an MRI in the morning. Um, yeah, like I said, as of right now, nothing's broke, but uh. She's definitely tweaked up pretty good in black and blue, that's for sure. That, that team can't afford to lose them. They got Moss is out now again. He got hauled off to the hospital. Morris, broken thumb. Uh, ba- Baggett's out for the year. So uh, who are they going with, just the kid? Just Hewitt was all they had this weekend after after Tommy got hurt. So. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, and I, I think I think he'll be back sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just going to be one of those deals where it's not going to feel that great, but you're just going to have to put your boot on and go. Hey, we got a call here. Somebody's been on hold for a while. A good, let's, let's. He had a good second moto going this weekend. Yeah, he did. Too bad, too bad that happened because he would have ended up on the box again. Yeah, what did he get first moto? Third. He came up from third, from like tenth or seventh or something. Yeah, he rode awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I'm a bigger, I'm a bigger Wilbur fan than Tommy. I feel like Tommy. <laughs> wow. I like Will better because Tommy tails. Tommy what? <laughs> Tommy tails. Tommy tails. He tells stories. He oh. tells. You know, okay, it's a tales. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an American thing, dude. You got to get get with the program. <laughs> right, right. But, but uh, Justin, Wil- you ever heard of that? Never. Thank you, Wilbur. No matter yeah. if you have to ride for Husky, you're more than welcome to come up here and ride up here with us because we enjoy having you. I'd love it. I enjoyed riding there this this year when we, me and it and hot you know hot sauce would come up. We'd go ride the, the track. It was sick. And I got you hooked up at the Holiday Inn in Las Vegas. In a brand yeah. new room, and you got to take the first bowel movement in the bathroom. How was that? Oh, that's awesome. That's so that's awesome. A hookup. The Holiday that, Inn? Come on. Dude, come on. It, dude the, how's that Holiday hey, Inn? Hey, come to Vegas and stay at a Holiday Inn. Jeez. God, that, that thing's awesome, dude. It, we backed in the Sprinter, like, security parking. Like, we had the red carpet rolled out for was us. We rolled up. The Holiday Inn on, yeah. on right downtown, like right on oh. right off the hey, strip. Hey, Snoop Dogg doesn't sing about the Holiday Inn for no reason. Come on. Hell yeah. <laughs> and he got the best price, him, Ivan, and Hanson. They got two free rooms for two nights. Really? Dude, yeah. It, it couldn't have been any better. Dude. That was just, you know, it was basically like we were first class. You think we were like doing a concert there that weekend or something yeah. or fighting, you know, like we were <laughs> fighting have Mayweather you, or something. Hey, just think about that next time when you're looking for an agent because I might become an agent for, uh, I might work with Button someday. Sounds good to me, dude. I would let you hook it up all day. We just rolled in there in first class. That'd be awesome to have. I, I, I'd have to know how many trips to Vegas though he had previous to that one. That, that was his first one of the year. <laughs> so that's what I'm getting at. Okay. But anytime they come back, you know, Wilbur, yeah. he asked me. He called me about the. They called me before he came to Vegas. Hey, where's a good place that he could stay? Uh huh. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't even call him back. You could. <laughs> yeah. Heaven forbid hey, he's seen me. He's like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to be my friend. You don't even call me back. Could, I'm like, you got me. Hey, you could have stayed at Watson's house where apparently he doesn't come out of his room on Sundays. Yeah. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't leave his room. Because I get home at like 7 in the morning and on he just, Saturday nights usually. And right. he, just, he just slides his sandwich order under the door to, to Bonnie or Blos. Oh, God. Hey, we got a call <laughs> on the line. I think he's been on for a while. Let's see if he's there. Pulp MX Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Gentlemen, good evening. Nash is here. Nash, one of our regulars. How's it going, Nash? It's going very well. Good. Hey, hey dude. 
Good to hear, Jimmy. Super agent. Jimmy, pleasure to hear you on the line. Super Perfect. agent. <laughs> Super agent. Come on, man. The guy's a legend. He's he a legend. Is a legend. Jimmy, after what I can get. Hey. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Uh, Nash, we also have uh, Will Hahn on the line, too. Uh, Will Hahn, he's the man. Wilbur. <laughs> um, I got a question to just throw out at the round table, and then I'll sit back and listen. Uh, just some things that, based on what's released and the information that's released for us people out in the real world, and you guys are neck deep in it, uh, what do you think Cowie's going to be next year? Uh, Reedy, Philly, and the mystery man of... Um, my mind just went blank. Oh. Honda would be Purcell, Short, and... Canard? Uh, absolutely, Canard, because that deal's inked. Uh, would Suzuki, in fact, pick up Weimer and let him be mentored with Dunge? And, uh, oh, what the hell, I'm having a total brain fart on the couch. Nash has this thing all figured out. Dude, what are you doing? Like, uh, what do they call that? Like the... the, the uh... Fantasy league? Fantasy picks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that your fantasy pick? To be totally honest with you, no. I'm just driving to work, and I'm thinking to myself, where the hell are these guys going to go? I think that, uh, well, hey, Button, does, is Reed going to be at Cowie next year? What I keep hearing different things. Does he have another year? I, You know what? I asked Steve that today. I asked you know, uh, Chad's manager, Steve, uh-huh. hey, what was going on. He said he wasn't 100% sure, so I, I, I'm not going to comment on that because I simply don't know. But Okay. So don't be, don't, yeah. don't. Don't trip if you see Reed riding a green bike on the H and H. On H and H with 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 team meeting Sunday at rehab. Yeah, he would love that. Go. He would love that. And, and, Wilb- and Wilbur staying at the I Holiday think. Inn. Yeah. Nash, to kind of answer, I think I can answer all of your questions literally, like with one answer. Is the fact that I think everything is going to depend on budget. You know, Suzuki mm-hmm. Suzuki, you know, company is in a bad way financially, so. Uh, you know, how and who and when they can actually pull the trigger on, on signing another guy. I mean, Suzuki might end up with one rider next year just with Dungey. You don't know. And, and I think mm-hmm. the same goes with Kawasaki. I don't, I don't think any of those teams can support a three-rider team, mm-hmm. uh, especially with three big riders or even two big guys and a medium guy. I mean, I just uh-huh. don't, think it, you know, I don't think it's really possible from a, from a financial sense. You know, Monster is only going to spend so much money with Kawasaki, and Rockstar and Makita are only going to spend so much money with Suzuki, and when that money's up and it's dried up and gone, I mean that's that's the end of it. You're not just going to go make new money because no one's selling dirt bikes right now. Mm-hmm. You know, my my dad has a dealership and he's not selling dirt bikes, and you know they're in Arizona where they sell lots of dirt bikes, so mm-hmm. it's um, it, it's tough right now. And, you know, there's there's a lot of guys that are moving up to the 450 class, and there's you know there's not a lot of really like you know, super great seats available because there's already guys there that are good guys and are not going anywhere. And so, you know, it's going to be interesting the way it plays itself out. But, you know, I, I think it's all going to end up coming down to budget what guys can afford in the end. Hey, Jimmy, somebody in the chat room brought this up, and it's a good point. I don't necessarily believe it, but with Weimer's struggles this year, is that hurting him? I mean, do people or do people just they know what they're going to get in Jake? And I'm, I, I'm in that camp that it's not hurting him, but – in your, no, I, I don't think it's going to hurt him. I mean, if you, uh, I, I, if you're a team manager, you know what I mean. And, and Kenny, you you can probably chime in on this too. It's like, I, I know how everything goes at the end of the year. Everyone takes his, you know, the sheet. They look at all the motor scores. They look at everything. But if you look at Jake, how he's ridden this year, he won a championship. He won some races. You know, if you even look at him outdoors, he's been fast. Mm-hmm. He's just really ran into a lot of bad timing and bad luck. 
you know, the, the deal this weekend with him going down, you know, it was just a weird deal. He came from dead last up since that first moto. If you look at his performance, he's actually performed very well. Now, maybe his results outdoors haven't been that great, but he's mm-hmm. been riding really, really good. I mean, yeah. I, I walked over to the pro circuit rig to talk to Tyler after the first moto, and, and as I passed by Jake, I mean, I just I shook his hand. I said, dude, you, you rode amazing. Mm-hmm. That was a great ride. He, I, did. He, was, he was bummed about the situation, but, I mean, you know, he's got to keep his head high because he rode outstanding. Un- unfortunate circumstances led to his, his overall result, but... You know, and I, I don't know if Will's still on the line, but I mean, Will knows how that is. I mean, that class, there's so much crazy craziness going on the first couple of laps. It's really easy to get caught up in a bunch of garbage with with guys. If you get a bad start or whatever it is, with guys that aren't used to being up there and they start twisting throttle and you get caught up in, in a melee and, you know, you end up having a bad result, but you ride well. And I think that's happened to Jake. So I don't really think it's going to affect him. I mean, he proved the last couple of years that he can win outdoors. Did really great at the nations under a lot of pressure. He won his Supercross title this year, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think you can discredit anything that he's done whatsoever right. this season. Okay, yeah, that, no, that's just, I, somebody brought that up I in the chat room. Yeah, what do you think, Wilbur? What? I completely agree. I think that you know everybody says you make your own luck, but at the same time, man, Jake has gone through a lot these last couple of years, and, and where he's came from to being, you know, I feel like you know, as much as. Yeah, he's still a rival of mine right now, but, uh, you know, I, I kind of I want to follow in the same footsteps he did. You know, I didn't come in. I came in under the radar, too. I wasn't a big amateur prospect, and and I hope I can, you know, follow in his footsteps in the same way and, and end up winning a championship like he did. You don't do that on accident, and uh, people don't forget that. He's still got the number one plate this year, and yeah. maybe the outdoors hasn't been going his way. But like Jimmy said, man, you don't you don't come from dead last to tenth on accident either. You know, uh, you know. I think just as much as Purcell would, you know, that'd be a great ride for him from dead last to tenth. I, I mean, I think when you see him from a fan's perspective, he seems very accessible. He's intelligent when they put a mic in front of him. I mean, he's got very. personality and a genuine side to him that makes you want to say that guy's a good dude. I mean, he's like one of us, and and not so distant and, and living under a. A cake, a cake plate, or a cake jar, or something in a, in a secluded world. At least that's what it looks like from the outside. I got a question, actually. That's, this brings up a good point. Button, you can answer this. Maybe Kenny, you can chime in, and Will, I don't know. Maybe you have something to add. Um, I took a heat a little a few weeks ago. I wrote something about uh, about Christoph Porcel, who we know is is going to be you know just killing it in the four fifties, as you stated, Jimmy. But you know, he's got he, he doesn't like doing media stuff. He doesn't like doing a whole lot of stuff for Kawasaki, you kind of have to drag him out of it, and he's not the most, I mean, he's French, so he's struggling with a new country and all that, uh, I mean, I took some heat for it, I wrote something that a fellow team manager told me that he would definitely think twice about signing Christoph because of his, you know, his lack of media skills or desire to do things. Jimmy, how much is, am I right or am I wrong, and, and does that play into things, and, and what's your feelings on that? Well, I think you might be a little bit right with you know, it, it could hurt him a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, but the thing is, you got to think about it. He's French. He's not American. You know what I mean? His his first language, you know, isn't English. Right. It, it's, it's his second, or it might even be his third language. I mean, you know, he, he might also speak, you know, Italian or or, uh, or Spanish as well because he was on the Grand Prix circuit for so long. But, you know what I mean? It's not his first language, so... Uh-huh. You know, I know from I know from going over and racing the Grand Prix. You know, I lived in Italy. 
by the time I came home, I could speak some Italian, I could do some interviews, but I was very, it gave me a lot of anxiety to do those things, and every time I could get out of doing those things, I got out of them, because, you know, I could just be more at ease doing stuff, you know, that was in English or whatever, so, mm-hmm. you know, he's kind of living in those shoes over there doing the Grand Prix like I did, you know, some 15 years ago now, I, I can sympathize with him and understand it, and to me, for... uh for a team manager to, to say, well, you know, maybe I don't want to hire him or something like that. I mean, if, if your job is as a team manager to provide a good show and have a lot of media exposure and, and do all that, well, then yeah, he's probably not the guy. But if your only deal as a team manager, like for one of the OEMs or something, is to put the thing up on the box yep. and win and win races. You kidding me? You're going to discredit that guy, dude. The right. guy's gnarly. Okay, I mean, all right. Every time, every time I watch him, I'm so impressed with the way he rides. And yeah, you know, I'm excited to see him ride a 450. I've never seen him ride one. I think he's going to be great. But I yeah, agree. I mean, that's my thought on. I mean, the dude's bad. Yeah, no, I agree. Hey, Nash, we got to get moving on here. All right. Hey, cheers. Thanks, folks. Thank you for calling in. Uh, yeah, that's just something that I wrote about that you know, Russ Stratton wasn't really. He wasn't really embracing me on it. Um, but uh, it's just something I put out there, you know, in my well, call. Russ is, so. Russ is his agent, too, so. Oh, I know. You know? I know. Because yeah. Purcell ain't going to read it. Purcell doesn't follow. Is Purcell going to put the mic up to his to his mouth? Or is Purcell not going to do that? There we go, Kenny. Purcell would put the mic next to his mouth. Okay. Um, hey, uh, Wilbur and uh, and Jimmy, we got to go. We got to get Mark on here. Mark Pellegrino, our next guest. So. All right. Well, uh, thank you. you guys. Take care. Bye, yeah, thanks, guys. for co- Thanks, Will, for calling in. That's awesome. Thanks for listening. I no problem. Take care, guys. All right. See you. And uh, and Jimmy, thank you for all your uh, all your knowledge. And uh, yeah, well, you, when's the next race you're coming out to? Uh, I'll be at Millville. I'm uh, I'm not going this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing a little vacation with the wife, and then uh, I'll be at Millville, and, and then I'll be at the, the all the craziness with X Games and Washougal and Loretta's and uh, Kenny Watson will be at Millville too. Kenny, I'll have fun. Yeah. Hey, Button. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Dude, I got a I got an amateur kid for you to look at. All right, what's his name? I can't tell you over the air. I don't want no one else to try to poach him from you. I don't think too many agents are listening. But. Hey, text, it, text it to me, and I just want to say hello to Internet World. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, thank you, Jimmy. All right, Later. guys. Have a good night, Later. and uh, have fun uh, documentation with everything. We will be documenting it. <laughs> All right, see you guys. Thank you. Bye. Jimmy Button on the show, and, and we're, awesome. we're running late. Good, good Will, Will Hong called in. That's awesome. Right? The writers are listening. I, I know I know a lot of the writers really enjoy the show. Now the question I have for you though, Watson, is we're going to try to keep this is, to is, fifteen minutes with Mark. Is Kerry Hart listening? Is Kerry Hart listening? To the show? No, he's on a plane right now, going to Italy. But right does now. he ever listen to the show? Yeah, he does. He downloads it. He downloads. No, it. he doesn't. Yes, he does. Okay. I download them in my car so I can play them for chicks, and they go, "Yeah, I'm on the radio." They're all <laughs> bullshit. I'm like, check it out. <laughs> they think I'm a big deal. Yeah, I think I'm a big deal. We're calling Mark. He's probably over it. Calling Mark Pellegrino. We're, we are late in calling him. We you reach Mark at 517. Mark's over it. Mark's over it. We are late calling him. and it's, pro- right. it's, uh, it's he'll, call, he'll call back if he wants to talk to us. Okay. All right. Um, uh, let's, do it. let's do the uh, commercials and get right back to these guys. Is that what we do right now? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess we do. Show yeah. producer. Yeah. Well, I'm you just know, kidding, Kenny. You know what I've been thinking about? it. What? we come off the commercial, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break some news. You're going to break news? Yep. Breaking <laughs> news coming at you, so don't go away. All right. Thank you for listening to the Pulp and Mech Show. We'll see you right back here in a little bit. 
brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Hey, Kenny, right now I want to talk about one of the sponsors, uh, the new sponsors of the Pulp MX show, a guy who's come on board recently. That would be the Racer's Edge, uh, otherwise on the web as TREMX.com, a uh, Simi Valley mail-order powerhouse. And uh, you actually go back with these guys. Yeah, we go back a long ways. These are the original Racer's Edge. I mean, I go over the all over the country, and I've seen the Racer's Edge on you know people's box trucks and other stores. But this is the one and only Racer's Edge. Um, throughout the years, they've helped out riders like Kyle Lewis, Brian Deegan, Brian Swing, Billy Payne, Paul Curry, Tyler Evans, Casey Johnson, Scott Cheek, Phil Lawrence, Mike and Jeff Alessi, Kerry Hart, Ronnie Feist, Sink Mars, Wow, Timmy Wiegand, and the list goes on. And the cool thing is, all it takes is a phone call or email, order something, and you're on their. Team. Team. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. You had a small Simi Valley powerhouse shop that uh, stepped up and helped us out. And uh, you can check them out at TREMX.com. Remember, anything over 100 bucks is free shipping. So uh, keep that in mind as well. It's your one-stop moto shop for everything that you need. And... If you pulp, if you type in Pulp MX Show, all caps, you will get an extra discount on your order, Kenny. Wow, that's huge. That's huge. Well, hit them up. These guys will take care of you. And when they say it's going to be there, it's there. No BS. There you go. Right from Kenny Watson. Support them. TREMX.com. And we're back. Live. Pulp Pulp MX Show. I'm back. Host Steve Mathis. Kenny Watson. Uh, JR has left the building. He took off. Yeah, he took off. I think he had a family emergency. He got a text and he had to leave. Oh, really? I thought he was getting pissed because I was picking my nose and trying to wipe it on him the whole time. I do think he was getting pissed about that. Yeah, but I don't but, care. But <laughs> that's okay. He kept handing me the box of Kleenex and I'm like pointing to my shorts. Like, I pick my nose All right, and I put on the shorts. I think we have Mark Regal on the line. Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but before we get to him, you have some breaking news. I don't know if I can break it. I just changed my mind. I'm going to have to wait. I, I, I just want the world to know that I'm, I'm looking for an intern to, to come to the show with me. and uh, The intern is working at Hart Huntington as well? She's going to be my personal... She. she. <laughs> it has to be a she. And she is going to be my intern on the show. We're going to get her a little uh, experience and let her know how real talk show radio is done. Okay. So uh, how can they apply? Kenny at hhtat.com? Correct. Or... Photos? Photos definitely. You can't do that. You can't. I put, can do that. Listen, I don't think that's legal. Is, well, I, I'm about breaking the law. Okay. I don't give a shit. I'm not afraid of jail. Let's see if I'm this is. I'm not afraid of jail. Is, let's see if I'm this is Mark Pellegrino. Pulp MX Show. You're on the air. Who's this? This is actually Aaron Normoyle. I'm not Mark Regal. I'm sorry. Hey, Aaron Normoyle. We had a wow, star-studded call-ins tonight. Uh, <laughs> first, Will Hahn, and now Aaron Normoyle. Hey, Aaron. Thank you for calling the show. What's up? Not a lot. You know, I worked with you at Buzz Creek, and you were all mad at me because you thought I was bummed about our little uh, yeah. video we did, but I'm not bummed, so. Okay, yeah, no. Well, Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf, my photographer, my videographer, said that you were upset because you were just being objectified as a sex object, and that's not <laughs> what you want to be. But once you, once you knew that it wasn't going to be like for, you know, the vein of it was going to be funny, then you're okay with that, right? 
I was totally fine with it. It was funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I think it's going to make this week's cut. I don't know. It didn't make last week's show. but Oh, they didn't even use it? No, they didn't <laughs> use it. And I think it's hilarious. And I'm probably going to get divorced. But I think it's still really funny. Uh, oh, I hope you don't get divorced. That's no, for sure. <laughs> I, I, I won't. My, wife, I my wife's cool. Your wife has nothing to worry about. I don't think you're a threat. To Aaron's wife. I'm a, <laughs> no, I'm not a threat to Aaron. No, I thought you were going to say how hot my wife was, but instead no. you went the other way. Thanks, no, Kenny. No. She's, she, has nothing, <laughs> she has nothing to worry about. She's, uh, she's in good hands. Yeah, hey, Aaron, so what's going on? What's happening? I am actually back in California. Oh, for yeah? The first time in a while. Yeah, we actually got back here this week, so it's nice. We're not on the road anymore, so it's kind of nice to be home, that's for sure. But <laughs> you're turning around in a couple of days and going out to, to Red Bud. Scotty? Really? Yeah, yeah, Scotty made it back to you. He actually crashed this weekend and ended up... Um, hurting his chest a little bit, so we had to come home. But other yeah, than that, we're good. Was he the dude in the ambulance getting hauled off? I heard he Did- didn't get taken to the hospital, but he crashed and like hit one of the wooden stakes that are way too close to the track, <laughs> and wow. it like cut his chest and like his throat up and like his uh, throat swelled up and stuff, so he uh-huh. couldn't breathe. So they kept him in there for a while just to make sure that there wasn't any problems. But he's good now, so we'll oh. be back in Redbud. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's good Good to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, hey, do you want to be an intern for Kenny Watson here in Vegas? I heard that. I heard that. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't think the what's pay... The, what's the job description? <laughs> I haven't figured that part out yet. <laughs> it just sounded good. <laughs> you should definitely include in the job description, chance to meet Carrie Hart. That'll be like big. <laughs> That'd be a lie, though, because oh, maybe not. I don't know. Well, they'll meet Carrie Hart at some point. I don't know. He went fired me for using his name like that. <laughs> <laughs> he gets mad at me because, like, out here at the Speedway, like, they love him out there. So, like, NASCAR will be there. Yeah. And I'll call the, the director, and I'm like, hey, um, do you have a suite for the NASCAR for Carrie and his wife? They're all, yeah, no problem. Yeah. And then me and all my buddies ride our Harleys out there. Like, Where's Carrie? I go, he's right behind us. <laughs> and we'll leave. We'll watch, like, four race, four laps of the NASCAR race, and we're all like, this is lame. Let's go. And we pin it. And they're like, well, what happened? And I'm like, oh, his bike broke. I oh. can't make it. So he's like, you got to stop doing that. That's bullshit. Really? This yeah. is, this is <laughs> so, Aaron, good, good call. You know me. I'm an idiot. So it's all good. Yeah, no. I... It's all good. It's all good. I'll let you off this time. Thank you. <laughs> I, would, I would use Hart's name a lot, yeah. I, I, I would run you. it. Yeah. Every time I go to the office, I've only been there, I don't, I don't know, half a dozen times. But every time I'm there, he's there and he's working. He's getting mad at you every time. He's, well, we just got done doing a, a four-day road trip, uh-huh. me and him. He drove with me to Salt Lake City, but then he was so over it. He's like, dude, I'm flying back to Europe from Salt Lake. I'm not flying back out of Vegas. And he changed his flight oh. to fly out of there. He's like, you're on your own. You're an idiot. Oh, so he was supposed to drive back with you. Yeah, he had <laughs> enough of my Oh, my, wow. He had enough of my shenanigans all weekend. Hey, Aaron, how's, how's the new gig going, the announcing gig at the Nationals? You enjoying it? It's been awesome. You know what? I'm having a lot of fun. It's been the best year for me so far, so it's good. Yeah. Really enjoying it. Yeah. I think you do a better job than all the, the, the guys there because those guys aren't doing too good of a job. They don't know what the hell's going on. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, it's been good. I think it's been good this year. Just please promise me you're not going to try to start the wave like one guy did. Tried. <laughs> oh, no. Don't worry. Mexican <laughs> wave? No way. That didn't work out so well. <laughs> hey, let's ask Erin about the, the WMA because she uh, she's a former yeah, runner and a racer. Yeah, she is, yeah. And, I am. And, and ask her about her what her thoughts about it is. What do you think of the WMA, Erin? Are, um, are you all about it? Are you happy that it's there? What, what's your thoughts on it? I am happy that it's there. I'm kind of on the fence, though. I'm a little bit on the fence. Just, I'm gonna, all the girls are going to hate me for talking about this. <laughs> um. I'm a little bit on the fence with the WMA. I think it's awesome that the sport's growing and their athletes, like, 
they're very, very good for women athletes. Like, they're doing a great job. But right. it is tough. I think it is tough to see this because there's a lot of women on the teams and stuff now. And, you know, there's a lot of privateers or guys that could be using rides or guys like Grant Langston that don't have a ride, you know, that Thank you. maybe would be more well-deserving. I mean, I agree with you on that for sure. The girls are going to hate me for this. But I do think it's good that the teams and stuff are getting behind the girls. Right. But I'm a little bit on the fence just because, you know, there's like guys like Grant Langston, former world champ, you know, Supercross at the East Coast Lights champ or whatever, and he's doesn't have a What about this other guy named Scott Champion? Yeah, maybe Scotty Champion, who finishes just outside the points or just inside the points a lot. Uh-huh. Just needs a little bit of hand. He did. Didn't he get that ride from Yamaha? Uh, for one race, but I mean. Yeah, he did, right. and he was on a 450 that was set up for Josh Hill and stuff, so it was a little right. tough. <laughs> I like I, but, I never um, met that kid. Uh, but Scott that Champion? Dude, yeah, he sent me a really cool email. And, uh-huh. you know, I, re- I responded to him, and there was nothing I really could do. And, but mm-hmm. I was like, wow. That, that, most guys, you know, have their agent call, their dad call. Mm-hmm. But he, dude, he, dude, the kid's it was probably Aaron, Aaron probably put it together. And it was awesome. I was like, <laughs> man, I felt <laughs> I like. I actually didn't. He does all that stuff himself. He's very I felt like bummed, like good. bad that I had to say, I'm sorry, there's nothing I could do for you right now. But yeah, I really yeah. appreciate you taking your time out. And, you know, and that's what it's about, you know. Like we were talking earlier about. Helps how you know in this industry you don't get a deal when you don't get the phone call or you don't get the email back. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and I was like, you know, this poor kid is struggling to make it. And, you know, you just got to be straight up. You just got to be straight yeah. up with him. And, and it sucks. But, you know what? Yeah. He's a hard worker. And, you know, that's, that's what makes the sport of motocross cool that there's underdogs like him and he could go out there and yeah. do it. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I think that's a little bit why I'm kind of on the fence with the whole women's thing, too, because I see just how much work he puts in and how hard it is for us. Like, I mean, we were traveling in a motorhome to get to the races, and then that didn't work out, and we were stuck on the side of the road with two practice bikes and a bunch of clothes, and then the bike went on someone else's rig, and that broke down. Like, we've had one problem after another, you know, so it's hard to do your job and concentrate on all that stuff as well. So. Right. Yeah, and and, uh, and I admire the fact, too, that Aaron has uh, has settled in nicely with a, with a privateer. I like that. We don't always see that in our <laughs> sport. You know, a lot of times you, well, see, you. you, see, you see the... the the better-looking girls, maybe with a, with a two-digit number. You're saying, like with a low or a low, low uh, single, guy. a single digit. I like that. She stayed with Scotty. How long have you guys been going out now? We have been together about a year and a half. A now. year and a half now. Right. And don't tell me that she hasn't had mm-hmm. opportunities to oh, go. I, I believe it. Believe you know, me. The first time I met Aaron, and yeah. I don't know if you remember this, I was in college. Wait a second. Wait a second. I, I had a knee injury. I think. Remember exactly. Is that like we first when we met? were in the four-wheeler, <laughs> and we were in the car going back to the hotel. It was, it Hold on, why was she in the car with you? I was she, all pissed we were, at you my leg got jammed in between Yeah, we were in a rental. We took, a, we took the four-wheeler. Yeah, but how are you with Aaron Normal in a car? Because I was with Ivan, and ah. she knew Ivan, and we were giving her a ride to her okay. hotel because she was right. staying at the same hotel. All right, got it. And she, <laughs> I didn't know who she was, and then she, I've never heard a woman say that this guy, she said, Josh Hansen has the sickest style. And I was like... <laughs> Who just said that? And, and I go, right. Ivan, did you hear that chick saying, like, he goes, yeah, she races, dude. She knows what's going on. Right. Like, she's, a, she's a woman <laughs> racer. That's how she heard herself. And I'm like, oh, okay. I thought she was like a model or at the track or something, but she was limping. Mm-hmm. And then it all came together. So from that day on, I'm like, all right, she's going to end up with a dude like, you know, don't disrespect, but Josh Hansen or Hot Sauce or one of those dudes at that level. Yeah. And then I heard she was going out with Scotty, and yeah. I was like, good for her. Yeah, I, I had a rider. And he is my he is my best friend too, sir. We That's work awesome. out good. No, it's really good. Good for Scotty. <laughs> I have no complaints on this end. Right, and good and good for Scotty and good for you because this is pro motocross, and like we said, you had an opportunity to jump up in tax brackets. I'm sure. Uh, 
<laughs> I had one rider at the press conference this weekend, this very past weekend, ask me, hey, that Australian chick, is she with that privateer guy, Scott Champion? That's Dean Wilson right out. I can just look at you can look at you and tell that. <laughs> Dean I'm not, I'm not going to tell <laughs> you okay, who it was. Okay, that's something that kid would say. And, he, and I go, yeah, she is. And he's like, whoa, how did he score her? And I'm like, I don't know. You know I, what, I don't really know Scotty Champion. Scotty Champion <laughs> is, is one of those guys that he's going to kill him with kindness, and he's going to yeah. get something just because he's a hard worker right. and he's a good mm-hmm. kid over a guy that might be a little bit better than him right now. But it's just an arrogant, cocky sucker. Well, that's what it comes down to, right, Aaron? I mean, some of those guys, I mean, yep. let's face it, the, some of those factory guys, the sun rises and sets with them, I'm sure. Yeah, but she has to look at the big picture. What happens in 10 years from now, if they end up getting married, it doesn't matter. She's going to be with a good guy right. the rest of her life. Right. They'll be with some guy that was just some champion motocross rider and get divorced when his career's over. Like 90% uh-huh. of the chicks out there are with dudes. Yeah, like Kenny, Kenny's really sad right now because he's kind of on the rebound. His chick uh, shacked, left him and shacked up with a BMX pro. And I think no. No, it's not even a BMX pro. It's a wannabe a BMX pro. Here, here's oh, no. Here's his, Aaron, here's his quote from a few weeks ago. Please okay. come home. I miss you. Did you hear that? No, no I didn't hear no, it. Please come Go home. Again. I miss you. That was, that was Kenny. Please come home. I miss you. <laughs> that was Kenny a couple weeks ago. Uh, and then she did come home. And she had a hickey on her neck. And yeah. I for her to go get out of there again. And you were just pretty mad, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of Debbie. But, uh, hey. That's not fair. That's all right. And a BMXer, too? Jeez. <laughs> I just want to be a BMXer. It's not even a real one. He doesn't, he doesn't Not even a real BMXer. I pretend he ain't a pro. He's not a, he lives at home. He's 32 years old. He lives in his, with his mom. And he rides bicycles. Oh. Are you being serious about oh. that? Were you yeah, being serious no, about that? Serious. Oh, I, I thought you were just I don't. That. And the th- funny thing is we got into a little texting war a couple weeks ago. And she told me that I'm not half the man that he is. I'm, <laughs> oh, si- I'm psycho no. and I'm crazy. <laughs> and stay out of my effing world. Really? Yeah, I said no problem. Us <laughs> <laughs> girls are pretty crazy sometimes. I know girls can be a little gnarly. <laughs> yeah, she. this woman could be super gnar. Yeah. She threw a full plate of food at me. Oh. <gasps> A hot omelet hit me in the side of the face, an egg white omelet with zero fat cheese dripping down <laughs> my face with avocado just in my pillow. I went to sleep. I thought I cleaned it all up, and I lay down, and I feel this mush, and I'm like, what the hell is that? Did she play a turd on my bed or something? And it was a freaking <laughs> half of an avocado stuck to my freaking pillow. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. But, hey, I wish her the best. She'll, what comes around goes around. And Aaron, too, like, uh, you're around. You and Scotty are pretty much 24-7. I mean, you guys are traveling the races together. You're at the races together. That's yep. awesome. You fly yep. back. I mean, it's, yeah. it's. Uh, it's well, she said it's her best friend. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. I thought I had one of those. We're a good little team. We're, we're a good little team, that's for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> Kenny thought he had one of those. Well, hey, Aaron, thanks for calling in, or did you have another question? Or Do I have another question? No, I nope. think uh, Just that was it. called in to say hi? Cool. Called in to say hi and the right. WMX thing, and that was about it. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, we're going to try to get Eddie Ray on the line, who I will have no doubt will vigorously He's, defend the WMA. Hey, Aaron, he will. I He's going to be mad at me for saying that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all behind the girls and right. the uh, sport growing and everything growing for them. But like you said, it's hard to see Can stuff I like s- that happening when there's guys in 12th and 13th place without rides, you know? Yeah, Aaron, I think the women need their own championship, like, aside from the, right. the men's championship. Like, they need their own day to have all dedicated to the women or something versus it being in with the guys. Yeah, so Aaron, all what do you, people could come watch. What them. do you know about the level of support that some of these girls are getting? Are they getting more? Are they getting salaries? Small? I think Geiger gets a small salary, but are, are they getting salaries and bikes and parts? What are some of these deals? Yeah, Obviously, see, that's is. something I don't know. I think 
some of the girls are actually getting pretty good money. I think some of them are making good money. Like, the top five are probably making a lot of money. I don't know. I mean, in regards to, like, compared to the guys, they're probably not making as much money as the guys, that's for sure. But yeah, yeah. just the bikes, though. I mean, look at some of the, you know, the privateer bikes and stuff that the guys are on, and then look at their bikes that they've got riding, you know? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. the, the bike itself is a pretty big deal. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. Especially uh, a factory bike with factory motor and suspension and stuff like that, you know, so... It's cool to see that uh, that uh, I like Jessica Patterson be winning right now. I think that's me too. Cool. Yeah, me too. She's killing it. She works very hard. Like yeah. she's a hard, hard worker. She trains hard, works hard, and deserves all the uh, credit. You know. Yeah, nothing against uh, Filek. You know, I mean, she's a good girl, and and but she's just mm-hmm. got all the attention, and and rightfully so. But uh, it's good to see the old veteran reach, learn some new tricks, and 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 you know, put, yeah. that, put it down there. I think the girls get it pretty tough, too. Like, they're always riding the track on the roughest part of the day, and it seems like, you know, that makes it a little tougher for them as well because they're always, like, lost to go out or the track's always rough as anything after everyone else has been out there. So right. No, good, good points for sure. Uh, well, hey, cool. Thanks for coming on the show. And uh, and if you need that intern, apply at uh, Kenny at HHTAT.com. I will. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. See ya. See ya. Wow, just a star-studded cast of characters tonight. Uh, I texted uh, Mark Pellegrino, but uh, no answer. No answer. Do you want to try him again? No. No? No. Okay, all right. Uh, let's do uh, the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Let's Kenny, do it. you ready for that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you don't seem very excited about it. <clears throat> yeah, well, she started talking about the uh, the BMX chick, and it got me a little bummed out. Oh, are you, are you, are you, are you struggling with that? Not at all. Not at all. I just don't want to start talking about her. Then she'll think that I, I care, you know. And I don't. You don't care? I don't give a rat's ass. Okay. You know what? Let's do. Let's, I can't find my let's notes. See, something. see it? Let's, uh, I can't find my notes right now. Um, X-Band Goggle Tarot segment. Here they are. Here we go. Uh, let's go. Get it together, Steve. Come I know. Come on. You want me uh, to, you, you're talking crap on me. I, I could direct this thing and no problem. Yeah, I know. I know, Kenny. I'm sorry. I'm just uh, I'm so rattled by our calls tonight. I just I just love it. Uh, hey, you can call in 702-586-7857. Uh, this is the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Uh, I can't find my intro for the for that, but uh, let's go with this. Let's go. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment, result of 25 years of goggle technology. Check them out on the web, thexbrand.com. 40% off this week, discount, Xcode XPRO2010 is the code. Um, click on it after you uh, buy it now. Kenny, 15 seconds on the clock or less to answer three questions. Are you ready? The Kenny Watson for the X-Brand Goggle Harris House. What is the best race you've ever seen? Ooh, I would have to say... Ooh, that's a tough one that I've ever seen. I'm, I'm Five seconds. I'm, I'm blowing it. Best race you've ever seen. You can't come up with that. Brian Deegan when he won the Supercross. That had to be it for me. Oh, 15.3 seconds. That had to be it for me. Yeah, I'm surprised he hadn't come sooner. Uh, Will Ben Townley win a race? Yeah. Yes, for sure. Okay. So he's going to win it overall. Yeah. That's what I I kind of meant. Yeah. Third question. Uh, This one's already been answered, but we'll, we'll go to it again. Kenny Watson, where is the next time we will see you at a motocross race? Millville. For sure. For sure. 4.5 Four point five. I gotta seconds. go there to uh, negotiations. Oh yeah, riders. That, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be. Uh, is wearing, that part of the reason? Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna go there and talk to the talk to the. I'm boys. gonna follow you around. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try to get a hold of Weeks and see if he wants me to do that 
the Racer X show, and then uh, maybe I'll do uh, do the uh, your show. Oh, Wygan, I'll take you for sure. You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you'd be good. Uh, well, let them know. I'll be in Millville. Yeah, I, I need to. Do it. We need to do that. Um, maybe I can get up in the booth and, and really stir it up. I don't think they're going to let you in the booth. That's for I don't sure. even. I, it's hard <laughs> enough in Supercross. When as soon as I walk by the media thing, they're like, yellow jackets jump out and where's your pass? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to. No, no, it's TV over there. I'm like, right. well, I'm supposed to do the online. Now the internet's down there. And they got Jimmy in the corner with with Weeks. Oh yeah, 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 Jimmy. Uh, all right, let's do let's do this. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. I've been around. I know a lot of people. It's Kenny's Corner. F*** you if you don't like it. Suck it. Kenny's Corner. Yeah, I love that. You love that intro, don't you, Kenny? You're now a fan of this segment. Uh, Three random names. Uh, Kenny has to tell me a story about them. Uh, The best story you can think of that is PG enough to get on the air, although that doesn't seem to matter a lot of times. Uh, First one uh, has been suggested it. Sean Palmer. Let's go with that. I'll scratch one of mine and go with Sean Palmer. What do you got? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll use this one because it's the cleanest one I can get for Palm. Uh, when he was riding, he, he, he had this dream that he wanted to go out and ride the Nationals. Um, Honda helped him out. Um, they gave him factory equipment. He didn't ride out of the truck. He had a box van. He had his own little thing, his yeah. own setup. Um, he spent uh, six months down at Ricky's training. Um, I was down there. He had Cliffy down there, one of his, uh, his mechanic at the time. And uh, they were down there doing their thing. Art and RC was working with them. And Palm was legit, man. He was putting the work. In. Palm was putting it in practice. He was uh, the first race was Glen Helen. Practice came around, and um, he was there. He was top ten in times. Um, it was the day where you had to go out and qualify, where you had to race your way in. And uh, he he st- he got a bad start, and it was the first lap. And he came around. He was going up the hill, and there was a big crash. And he, when they got to the top of the first hill at Mount St. Helen, and they cut him off, yeah. he went into the fence and pretty much almost ripped his pinky off. And, you know, the bone was hanging out, and he went back to the truck, and he was just devy. He was devastated. And, you know, he put all this hard work in, and he was mm-hmm. super bummed. And some dude walks by, and, and he's standing there signing an autograph for someone. Really? Signing an autograph after he's all jacked up? Yeah. Yeah. And he, he was still like he he had his shirt off and he had his you know he was wearing fox gear then and he had a, you know it was around his you know he had his pants you know unbuckled and this uh-huh. guy walked by some nine oh nine flat bill black socks you know militia looking kid yeah. comes by and says hey aren't you Sean Palmer like the world's biggest extreme athlete and and Palm was like yeah like pissed off yeah. And he goes, if you're so gnarly, why don't you just cut your finger off and ride? No. And Palmer lost it. Like, <laughs> F you, you don't even know, dude. And then the, the kid took off. But that, that, yeah. was, uh, that was a Palm story. Right. And uh, do you have some X-rated ones? Yeah, but I'm not going to give those. Right. Palm's okay. a good friend of mine. Um, he's, uh, you know, we, we, we help him out at Heart and Huntington. Oh, we you gave, did? We gave him uh, a two-stroke. Uh, like last year, and he was running H&H logos on his snowboard, and, you know, hopefully he was going to be in the Olympics, but uh, things didn't work out for him. But uh, it's all good. All right. Second name, Kenny's Corner. Let me ask you if this one would have worked. I had Jeffrey Pastrana. Pastrana. Jeff Pastrana? Uh, yeah, do you have anything? Dude, I pulled that one out just out of my butt. Dude, but. I know Jeff Pastrana very, very well. So you, you might have had a story for him? 
Yeah, but I'd have to think about that. That was a long time okay. ago. Uh, second name, Kenny's Corner. Um, I don't know how much interaction you had with this next guy, but uh, I'd like to hear if you did have any at all or any memories. Mikhail Pashan. Yes, I did. Okay. Because Berluti <laughs> worked yes. for Pashan. Yes, he did. And I remember we were at Bud's Creek um, in 97, and Pashan wanted to do some more testing and riding with his bike, even though it was the last race. Yeah. And um, I had my box truck, and some some reason why the Suzuki Semi wasn't going to uh, to out to out to uh, Steel City right uh-huh. away. So Tony asked me if I could take his his bike, factory bike. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't have room in my in my truck right uh-huh. now. Um, I have a bike that I need to take apart, and once I get that bike apart, so him and his dad rented it was a rental car. And they took the wheels off of it and forks off of it and threw it in the back seat of a car. <laughs> and when they got there, um, Berlut was it was his race bike. Yeah, yeah. And Tony is like one of those guys. Don't touch my shit. Right. And that's my bike. You know, you ride it, but this is my baby. Yeah, and yeah. He was heated and pissed off, and they, they were going testing, and they just couldn't get things figured out. And he was like, "I don't get it. There's one race left, but I want my guy to do good. I'm doing whatever it's going to take." Uh huh. So we're staying at this Holiday Inn in Greenberg, Pennsylvania. Okay, it's right down the road from the track. Greensburg, yeah, I've been there. And uh, I'm staying right next to these guys, next to Pashan, his girlfriend, who is his wife now, I would uh, assume. Oh, yeah. And his dad. And uh, I'm in the room, and I just hear all this, like, screaming and yelling and laughing and door slamming. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? So... Me and Jeff Willow were sharing a room. <laughs> you were a room Willow. Yeah. And Willow's all, check it out. And he goes by and he unscrews the peephole. Oh, right? yeah? So we're looking. The peephole falls on the ground on the inside so we can look in. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, Pishon, his dad, and his girlfriend. And that's when, like, the ho- I mean, that Holiday Inn, there was a mirror against the wall. You could see the mirror a little bit yeah. through the peephole and it reflection into the bathroom. Right. Dude, his girlfriend was at the time was in the bathtub naked, laying in the bathtub naked. He, she had the uh, one bucket of uh, like a ice bucket, and was throwing water on them when they would run in. They had garbage cans that were filling up in the sink, throwing it on her. And we were just going, "Is this really going on? This family is <laughs> it's naked." Like some sort of sicko porno. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So Willow had this great idea. They're gonna, he's going to go down, he's going to get a garbage can full of ice, put water until it's freezing, Yeah. okay? Knock on the door, and when they open the door, throw it in the room. <laughs> so he did that. I knocked on the door. Pashan's dad opened the door. Willow throws his bucket of ice water on him, right? <laughs> Here comes Robbie Skaggs like five minutes later walking down the hall with his gear bag, right? Yeah. Willow knocks on the door. He opens the door and throws a... A garbage can full of water all over Robbie Skaggs. And Skaggs is like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. And he got all pissed off and screaming and yelling. But, dude, from that day on, like, Pishon, uh, that's just a weird deal. I, yeah. mean, I remember being back with Fernet back in the day and going to, to uh, what's like a Waz house, Sebastian Watt. Yeah. And it was, dude, the whole family, they just swim naked. I think it's like a French thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, Sebastian's uh, mom, I, 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 saw her, I saw her suntanning uh, topless. Really, did you like yeah. her tits? She had uh, nice tits? I'm not going to comment on it. I was uh. very disturbed, but I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah, but that's just the thing. But Sean, it was just, that was just a crazy deal. But uh, Yeah, that is. That's nuts. And, uh, yeah, there was a, someone put just in the chat room about Deegan and Sean Palmer. Yes, they did have a fist fight. 
at the U.S. Open a while back, and uh, it was quite interesting. <laughs> Deegan won, didn't he? Didn't he drop him or well, no? Yeah, he did. He did drop him, but right. Palmer was foobard right, as right. usual. Yeah. But he's doing good now. Okay, so. third name. Kenny's Corner. Yep. I've got a third name. Jeff Stanton. I know you and him. Tight. Very similar personalities. Probably no, hung out quite not, a bit. Believe it or not. What do you dude, got? Believe it or not. Okay. Stand on it and myself. We're, we're cool. Stand on it? That's what's his nickname. I made up for him. <laughs> you know, like we were talking. Hey, he's the, a good dude. Dude, Stanton's gnarly, dude. Right. He's, like back when he raced and stuff, he wasn't really that cool to me. But he knew who I was because I knew Johnny. And I was always that kid over at Johnny O's house playing basketball in his backyard. Right. Like, dude, they used to have the gnarly bat. Like, I was 14, 15 years old, and uh-huh. being over at Johnny's house, he would have Wardy, Stanton, Matasevich, himself, and all these other dudes, and they'd be playing basketball in Johnny's backyard. Yeah. And I was just like – Johnny so, had a full court or half court? He had a half court. But it was fun, dude. Right. I mean, they, they had a – it was a pretty cool deal. And – like we used to have this thing. There's this, there's this place in Simi Valley called Campos, and it's uh-huh. a little, it's a Mexican like burrito place. Yeah, yeah. And Stanton would I, every time I only like I would try to talk to him at the races, <laughs> and I would say, BRC, bean rice and cheese, Stanton, and he'd go, That's right, Campos. And that's all. That's <laughs> that's all it was. Yeah. So even when I see him now, it was cool because I really, we became really. I wouldn't say we're like super tight, but. I mean, he's cordial to me. He'll like he'll see me. He'll stop and talk to me. When Ivan rode at Honda, me and him, you know, you know, I learned a lot from that guy. Just from you know his standpoint as what he does for Honda, how he's a consultant and he works with the riders. And you know, I could see the other side of things the way he he's looking right. at things nowadays. But Stan's an awesome dude. You know, he's he's that guy is he's a great 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 uh, guy. Yeah, I asked him for his jersey once when he was racing, and he about bit my head off, yeah. and then now I consider him one of the best guys in the sport, and I love talking to him, and yeah. uh, whenever I can get him on a podcast or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I love talking to him about Wyatt. Wyatt Seals was his really? mechanic. Yeah. When was Wyatt? Wyatt? Oh, near the end, right? Yeah, uh, after, yeah. after Bentley. Bentley. You know, Bentley left Honda. Bentley, went, yeah. Yeah, he went to uh, Idaho. He went to IndyCar. No, he went to Idaho to be a snap-on salesman. Okay. <laughs> I, I heard he went to Formula uh, 1. I heard he told me. For, uh, um, no, I don't think. Michael Schumacher. Uh, tuning engines. All right. Well, that has been Kenny's Corner. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. I've been around. I know a lot of people. It's Kenny's Corner. F*** you if you don't like it. Suck it. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. Stan was at Honda. If he was the team manager at Honda, he would have gave me the contact cleaner. Yeah, he would have for sure. No, absolutely. That's what someone said in the chat room. But maybe Stan would have gave me the contact cleaner. Hey, some guy's got BMX Chick's phone number if you want it. I don't think he's selling the truth, though. He does? He has the what number? BMX chicks phone number. How does he have the BMX chicks phone number? He's probably hooking up with her. Hey, can you just put the put the first three digits on there in, in in the chat room, and I'll tell you if you're right. The area code. I know the area code. Yeah, the area code is pretty simple. <laughs> you mean the first three after that? Yeah. Right. Um, I think you're full of shit, but if you have it, more props <laughs> to you. Hey, hey you let's want- try to call Mark one more time before we get off the. Okay. Open. Or what about Eddie Ray? What do you guys want to hear? Eddie Ray in the chat room, or do you want to hear Mark? Or do you want to try Mark again? Was that Mark's cell phone or home phone? He's like, Kenny, can I post BMX Chick's phone number? Sure, go for it. I don't think you have it. Uh, yeah, I don't think he does either, but that that that's that would be I don't know who did. this D-Webcake is, Pro 1. Please come home, I miss you. I love that, I love that. That's the, I don't, that's I favorite. wish you'd take that's, that off. You want me to do that? Montel Mathis. I love, I'm, not, I'm not mocking this guy by playing this. I think he's a great guest. He's great radio. I hope he, I hope he 
We kept him too. We kept Button and Will too long. Otherwise, he could have came on. I might, we need to apologize to him. Maybe it was past his bedtime or something. I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe. But, but uh, we, we kind of effed him a little bit on that. All right. Let's uh, call Eddie Ray then. If we do, we have time. Yeah, we got time. Uh, All right. I don't know what happens to this computer. How do you turn this thing back on? Just move the mouse, Kenny. Oh. Move your finger on the mouse. I did, but it's not working, Steve. Okay. Well, whatever you do, I saw you hitting it, like hitting it on the bottom beneath the keys does nothing. Like you're just tapping it. That does nothing. Okay. I'm, that's why I'm going to go to UNLV. And you're going to get an intern? Yeah. All right. Let's call Eddie Ray. 707. How does that guy know that? No way. He really got, oh. <laughs> All right, we're going to call Eddie Ray here to talk about women's racing a little bit because there is nobody as passionate as Eddie Ray about WMA racing. Aaron Normoyle voiced her. Uh, Eddie Ray's salary comes from WMA. His, his life comes from WMA. Dude, his chick used to come Long. to Supermoto and he used to beat Evans and we used to laugh about it. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, she I'll, beat Evans? I'll ask Eddie Ray about it. Uh, we did have uh, Aaron Normoyle come on. We got her side of it. Let's see if Eddie Ray's Hello? around. Eddie Ray. Yo. Hey, it's Mathis and Watson. What's going on? We're calling you back. Hey, Eddie, uh, I was just telling Steve uh, about when we raced uh, Supermoto in uh, New Jersey in the rain, and, and Jessica was putting the wood on Evans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember, remember uh, I remember that. Yeah. Hey, so people who don't know, hey. we, got, we got Eddie Ray on the line, a uh, long-time uh, boyfriend confidant of jessica patterson and eddie i gotta say uh i love the fact that jp money is uh is winning and dominating again because i just it's a good story um you know to see the old veteran that maybe some people had written off coming in strong and beating the wonder kid of the class so uh, uh i'd like to see that good good job on that tell jp the same thing no i mean you know i i think in the past you know it's like a lot of people have written Jess off, like, thinking, you know, that, it, you know, it's like with the men. You have a guy who dominates, a guy who comes along and knocks him off, and, you know, the sport moves on. And in this sport, you know, they make it sound like Ashley came along and, you know, knocked Jess off, but, dude, now that they're back on, you know, I think equal machinery, I think we're starting to see, you know, that last year a lot of it had to do with motorcycles. Is that, is that your belief, uh, JP's bike just wasn't up the snuff of, uh, of what Filek was riding? 100%. Like, hey, last year, you know, Jessica's always been pretty honest about, you know, telling me, you know, she said, if I if I felt like I couldn't win, I would have never went back. We went into last year really thinking that we could still beat her, even though she was going to ride for factory Honda. Mm -hmm. You know, halfway through, she's like, I'm telling you, my body, I can't even get near her on the start. And then, you know, when we finally talked to Ziggy and he said, hey, let's see what I can do for you, they wouldn't build Jessica an engine. No, I, nobody knows, but last year at Washougal, before Washougal, they would not build Jessica an engine until they said, give us your engine. We want to see if she's just complaining about if she's complaining because she's losing or if her engine really isn't that good. Kibby called me back and said, listen, I'm going to give you something that's a whole lot better than you got. Since that day, Jessica has not lost a race. Hmm. Since Washougal last year, when nobody knows that Washougal, where Jess won her first race last year, we were using factory connection stuff, but in, like in our chassis. 
since that day, Jessica has not lost an overall. And she's only lost one moto. All right. she making money? Uh, you know, she's she's doing okay. I mean, we're not, uh, you know, I'm not saying we're getting rich, but, you know, hey, is this I remember be- we well, I remember we used to have to pay to do it, and now it's like someone says, "Hey, we're going to pay you to ride a dirt bike." Yeah, you can't complain, right? Yeah, uh, is this is this going to be her most profitable year, like with bonuses and stuff and all that, or, or is this if she um, keeps on going? You know, really, I think. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't really want to say what it's what it's going to be, but you know, it's definitely a, a year where you know, we started back at square one with Yamaha, you know, like we had, you know, you only get what you earn. You know, I think to get something, you got to earn it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, two years go by, Jessica didn't win championships. And, you know, we had to go back and, you know, revamp the program. And thank God, you know, Bobby Reagan comes along and gives us this opportunity. And, you know, I think if Jessica does, you know, keeps up what she's doing, I think we'll definitely have a, you know, a way better year next year. How's the uh, how's the relationship between Ashley and Jessica? I understood a couple years ago they didn't really get along, but how is it now? Um, you know what? I there was never really a time I can honestly say that I don't think there's ever been a time when Jessica and Ashley never got along. Like they've never had ill words. Um, if it's anything, like the only people that didn't get along is one time me and Jim had words, but between Ashley and Jessica, they've never had a problem. Like they've always been friendly to each other. You know. So I mean I'm not saying they go out they don't they don't have tea and coffee together but I mean they have respect for each other as athletes you know right so but I mean there's no there's never been a chance or a time when Jessica's like you know effort I can't stand that you know it's never been like that you know what I mean well Ashley would Ashley would never hear about it anyway yeah I I think I think you know blows out of proportion right right. uh, Anyways, did you did you listen to the show at all? Have you been listening to it? Hey, um, when I got that text message, I called you, and all of a sudden, answer, and I could hear the whole show clear as day. Uh huh. So then, when you like clicked me on, you know, I, like whatever, I was listening to the whole show. So Jessica turned on her computer, but we're at Millville riding with baby Alex. You know, Alex Martin. Yeah, the Ewok. Yeah. Little baby Alex, we're we're here riding with him, but we don't have real good signal on the computer, so it was going in and out. So oh, okay. I was like, just, I was just catching like small parts of it, and I'm so glad, so glad you called me back because oh, I have a lot to say about oh Aaron. I can't believe Kenny hit the nail on the head a little while ago on the show saying Kenny is people in motocross one. are two faced, you know, two faced and they're fake. Uh huh. She'll sit there every week and tell Jessica, you you know, you deserve everything you're getting. You guys are so awesome. And now she says she's on the fence. She's only on the fence because Scotty, who will never be champion champion, has no ride. Whoa. You know? Like, Whoa. that That kind of bummed me out a little bit, listening to her say that, where she sits every week and talks about, you know, how women's, you know, she came here thinking she was going to be a WMA star, and, you know, maybe she just needs to stay on the fence with that microphone. Well, okay. Uh, wow. So what? So what are your? What's your take on on? And I've said it as well. I don't know if I've said it in print or not, but I wonder. I wonder as a sport if we're healthy enough to support a women's class when there's some guys out there that are busting their ass and paying for everything. That's sort of my only 
thing that concern yeah, that like I've said. Yeah, but just like I said, the chicks are doing it too. The women are out there busting their uh, ass okay. too. What's the difference? Yeah. It's a women's hey, league. Hey, hey, I'm not saying no one I'm said the, they're not busting their ass. I didn't say that. They're athletes. I know. They're, they're training hey, hard. Hey, I look at it like this. I've been around this sport for a long time. Yes, you have. And you know, you get what you deserve. That's all there is to it. You know, you get out of it what you put into it. And you know, I think these guys out there, Ryan, dude, they're doing an amazing job. And mm-hmm. there are some. That are, you know, paying for it themselves and they're busting their ass, but that's what you're supposed to do before you get a ride. You know, the problem is you can't hand out rides because when you do that, these kids fail. So, you know, I think sometimes you got to pay your dues. Uh I mean, look at Jessica. This is her 10th year, 10th year in the WMA. You know, got more wins, more championships. And you know what? She finally got, I feel she got what she deserved. Right. If they wanted, if Bobby Reagan wanted somebody else, they would have hired him. And let me tell you this: if if there, if Jessica wasn't on the team, I can tell you right now, there wouldn't be a fifth star racing rider. There wouldn't be a fifth right. DNA. You know, there wouldn't be a fifth guy. Yeah, she's not. Bobby's she's trying, not taking a ride hey, away. Bobby's trying to figure out how to get rid of the guys and get more girls like Jessica. <laughs> hey, hey, so they are more. I mean. They treat Jessica like all the other guys. You right. know what I mean? Like, they're, it's not a sideshow. Brad, all those guys, they put in the work. And, you know, they're racing on the same day as the men. You know, figure. They could put somebody, they could put another guy on Jessica's bike, but what are they going to do? Get seventh, eighth, fifteenth? You well, know, yeah, is that but, what they really want? Well, Eddie, that's what, I mean, but, but that's what I'm saying is that, that the dudes getting seventh and eighth, like, are, are you know, paying for. For their way to the races, and I'm I'm not I'm not coming down on you. I'm just this is just an open debate. This is just an open debate, and I, Jessica and Ashley, and the the top five six girls are bad asses and very very fast, and I and 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 I just wonder. I just wonder if 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 we as a sport can afford to help out the seventh place girl, the eighth place girl, the tenth place girl, as much as we do. When their guys are getting fifteenth, are you know, basically going broke. That's all. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm for sure. You know, it's like this. I look like this. If Davy didn't have a women's program, yeah, I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think having rides for the women should exist. Like, you know, if they were doing it like they were two years ago, where it was a sideshow. Mm-hmm. No, they don't. I don't think. You know, we were doing just fine with our own equipment. Right. But you know. Factory Honda step, you know, Davey gives us, you know, part of the program. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, Davey Coombs is a pretty smart guy. And I don't, you know, he's got to where he is because he's, his whole family are pretty much geniuses, you know. And they must see some sort of benefit in the women. If not, they wouldn't have them there. And I look at it like this. I mean, you know, the only way for our sport to grow is to get just as many girls involved as there are men. You know, if we can sell as many bikes to women as we do men, I mean, our sport would be strong. Right. So the only thing to do is give these younger girls and all these girls something to shoot for. You know, five years ago, if you looked at me and Jess and said, hey, y'all could be making, you know, a huge salary and a lot of money, I would laugh in there. I would laugh at them. <laughs> yeah, you'd you be know, like, yeah. Now... There are girls that are seven, eight years old that all of a sudden daddy's turning the attention from their son to their daughter because there's a, maybe there is a little bit of a future in this sport, you know? Mm-hmm. And if they get mommy involved, 
you know, hey, they always say as long as mama's happy, everybody's happy. <laughs> hey, we got a couple calls. Oh. Do you want to want to take them? Let's see what what what. what I guarantee one of them's Aaron. You better be ready. You better be ready for Aaron. I'm ready. I'm can't wait to see her this weekend. Papa Mac show. You're on the air. Who's this? Uh, how's it going? It's Nick from Baker Show. Nick, what's up? How are you? Baco. Nah, good. How's it going, man? Good. You got a question for Kenny or myself or Eddie Ray? Uh, yeah, you guys were talking about the women's uh, motocross part of it, and I'm a huge Jessica Patterson fan, and I'm so really to see her doing good this year because I was kind of bummed, you know, for uh, watching her kind of go through what she was going through. And, like, me and my buddies, we've always said that it was part motor and everything else that she was dealing with and not on the same equipment. So it's good to see her. Because uh, I got a buddy, Dwayne, who called it, man. He said as soon as she got on that bike, she would be killing it. Well, yeah, you heard, you heard it directly from Eddie Ray that, that she's um, she's lost one moto since she's uh, hey, been on. Mathis, you know. let me tell you, when we first switched, this is, the, this is the truth. This is what some people said to us that are involved in this, like that we, go, that we race against. They said, you know, Jessica's on star, but she will still won't win. You can't win on the slowest bike on the track. Like wow. saying that Yamaha and, you know, like, like they're not as good as factory Honda or anybody else. Let me tell you what, between after, after spending time with Brad, who's our, our engine guy and our team and seeing what they put into them, I would be willing to bet you could take the guys off pro circuit and put them on a star racing bike. They could still win. I, I don't like I our, don't bikes believe, are, I don't, our bikes are amazing. I don't believe that. That's just my own opinion. Then why, why aren't the guys? I mean, the guys that are on that team aren't no, they don't suck. I mean, they're decent. I mean, what, what's the deal with Nick Izzy? Tell me what's going on with that kid. Hey, you know, I don't want to, I'm not, hey, I don't want to go into anybody else's business because <laughs> he's a friend of mine. I don't know what's going on with, with, you know, with his performance, but, you know, sometimes these riders go through trials and tribulations and, you know, they just got to, do a little soul searching and get back to what they know. Yeah, but what and, I'm saying, I mean, Nico's an awesome riding, rider. Brock's awesome rider. I think we have great riders, but you know, I still think Pro Circuit and some of those guys had the cream of the crop. You know what I mean? Right. Hey, let's uh, Nick. You got another question, or is that it? Oh no, no. You know, I was just saying because my my girlfriend is really good friends with Sherry Cruz. Uh huh. You know, she's from Bakersfield too, and oh, she is. You know that? Know yeah, she's from Bakersfield, and I mean, she's. You know, she's going through her, her deal this year and dealing with injuries and everything else. And, uh-huh. You know, the pro circuit deal, like he was saying right there, I, I agree with it at some point. Like, they might, have, you know, like DNA Shred Sticks, they have a competitive bike, and it's awesome. Oh, it is competitive, the, yeah. yeah. No, definitely. But the pro circuit deal, I think that's more of a mental aspect. I think if you go to Mitch Payton and you go to that team, people automatically go, I need to win for Mitch. And that's what needs to happen. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that that whole part of it is a mental aspect with them. And I don't necessarily think it's always the equipment. And, man, Pro Circuit's putting these guys on the best bikes ever. I think that they have an awesome bike, probably the best bike. But it's still a mental thing, too. And motocross is, I mean, it's 90% mental and it's 10% skill. I yeah. think you can put an average rider on a Pro Circuit bike and they're going to do 50 times better than they would do. Yeah. On another team, Mathis, you know, I think Mitch ideal. could rejuvenate my career. I know, if Eddie right. Ray, former Loretta Lynch champion, by the way. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, like, the, the women, Even a real. <laughs> yeah, but the women's deal—that's what we were talking about. Because I, I've seen, I've watched Sherry, and that's kind of why I was calling too. Because I've watched Sherry, you know, I mean, hit the deck. 
go through her trials and tribulations and get help from outside people and do everything she can to keep this going and ride the work series and everything else, you know. And then, like, she finally got up a decent ride this year with the Suzuki City Nitro Circus team. And, you know, to get injured in the first first round right there was kind of a right. bummer for her. You know, and I, and I can't speak for Sherry or anything, but I just I know that she really wanted to do good this year, you know. And my question is for him, like, say if Jessica, and God forbid, you know, Jessica got in, injured, you know, is the sport, do you feel the sport is strong enough on the women's side to survive for her next year to pick up another ride, or do you think it's like on a year-to-year basis for these girls, and not like it is for the men? Right. These men get two, three-year contracts. Do you think it's strong enough to survive? Like if, like I said, God forbid, if Jessica, you know, had an injury or something, could come back and get her same ride again next year. That's, basically, you know, that's a basic question. Not you know, not like I said, yeah. not trying to say anything wrong. Yeah, Nick, you, you're asking for Sherry Cruz. You want Sherry Cruz to get a ride next year. <laughs> oh yeah, I actually am. What do you I think, am. Eddie Ray? If you had to, if you had to say, uh, you know, can Sherry Cruz get a ride back? Or would, is it the, like the man's thing where it's safe for you? Uh, you know, I think like asking me, you, you're not asking a person that's going to give you a fair. Like me, I, I, I'm a big women's model because of Jessica. Yeah, for sure, Sherry. I think she'll definitely. It's a good rider, and they know what she's capable of. And if they're willing to put them, you know, give her that chance this year, I mean, Davey's already said the WMA or the WMX isn't going anywhere. You know, he yeah. said he may, I mean, he looked Jessica and the women rider in the face and said WMX isn't going anywhere. And I feel as long as he has that around, there's, I think more teams are just going to, you know, I, as, as it grows and these, there are some younger girls that are coming along. I feel that people will still, you know, it's like these teams' ultimate goal is to win races. They want to win. And sometimes if you can't get it out of your guys, maybe the best place to go is try to get it from a woman, you right, know? Right. Hey, so, I mean, I think, I think Sherry is, you know, like I said, this year's not over. Sherry will be back. And, you know, she's an awesome rider, and I definitely think Suzuki City will, you know, if they're willing to give her a chance this year, they're not going to drop her. Like I, I think for sure that you know she'll definitely get a chance there or somewhere else. All right, hey, let's take a call. I hung up on Nick. Good question, Nick. Thank you for calling calling in. Uh, Kenny, would you hire a WMA rider next year if you went big and all that? Uh, if I had the budget, I mean, I did it back in the day in two thousand. I hired. Good point. Kenny, I hired, Kenny uh, Watson, pioneer. I, I, that's what I do. You know, I, I start <laughs> trends, and uh, I hired uh, Mrs. Short, Jackie Short. Who Jackie, then immediately held Jackie, hands with Andrew. But, Jack, Jackie yeah. Hudson short. Jackie. And, oh, uh, that's, that was her name, Hudson? Jackie Hudson. Yeah. Hey, Papa Mech Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Uh, it's Shenzi. Shenzi, what's up? Hey, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to finish the, the conversation, especially after listening to Eddie Ray. Yeah. And I'm really, really bummed by what Aaron said. I'm like, I don't know where she comes from saying stuff like I, that. I'm not she bummed by what Aaron said. It's, it's, uh, it's a valid no, opinion. You know, it's a valid yeah, you point. Know what? I don't know. She's. I mean, she's with Scott and everything, which is a great kid, you know, and, and a good guy. But suddenly, it's like being in that lost private check code. The thing is that the girls are not taking the rights from the boys. The big thing is looking at like as sponsors, like like you with X Brands or Earth or gear sponsors. We're looking for exposures. We're looking for models on two wheels. We want the guy or the girl that's going to be seen, that's going to be in the magazine and on TV. And you don't see anybody post 
below seven position. You don't see anyone. I would I would debate how much you see any. I would debate like, how much you see anyone not named Ashley Filek in the magazines or on no, TV. But she, I, yeah, or JP, or, or Tara Geiger, or Whitmore, or I don't more, think, more, you know, I don't think you Christ. see them very much. Eddie Ray, do you feel like Jessica gets the exposure? Even Does Jessica even get a quarter of the exposure that Ashley Filek does? I, I'll be honest with you, no. No. I don't think no, no, Jessica no. gets... Yeah. I mean, it might, she probably don't get an eighth of the exposure <laughs> Ashley does, but, you know... An eighth? I, think, I mean, I don't want to throw... I'm, I'm not even going to say anything, but, you know, she's great for the sport. And, you know, really, if it wasn't for Ashley, here, here's the way me and Jessica look at it. If it wasn't for Ashley, we wouldn't have what we have, so we can only be thankful for what she's Good done. Good point. Good point. That's, uh, you know, it's more about the... It's really, all we, you know, it's like every girl should be sending Ashley a thank you letter, you know? And, yeah. and like, you know, like Jess just said today when we were driving, she's like, you know, if it wasn't for Ashley, I might not have gotten better. And, you know, it's like, where does it end? This is Jessica's 10th year. Where does it end? Who comes next? And, you know, does Jessica step up to, you know, it, she could be like LaRocco. I mean, who's really going to come along that's going to, you know, really going to push Jessica out of the sport? So it's like, you know, we got to welcome in, you know, more girls. I wish there were more girls that got the exposure Ashley got. So this sport could, I mean, if we had five of those, our, that we might be better racing, it might be better racing than the men. All right. Well, Shenzi, what do you got to say to that? Yeah, no, no, I, I totally agree with Eddie Ray. What I was saying is that we, it's not really, I just want to go back to the fact that they're not stealing rides. They're not okay. stealing bikes. Like, like Eddie Ray was saying, they're not stealing bikes. Scott Champion would not have a ride whether Sarah Price was there or not. It's yeah. more like we do, as sponsors, for sure, we're going to give baby kids some of the budget for some of the girls. And that's where maybe, yeah, those guys would not get as much money for a helmet or gear or a boot deal. Right. But it's not the team giving more bikes or giving more importance to girls compared to a guy that's top 15 or top 16. No, it's more like that's the way it is. And, and unfortunately, Scott Champion, as a good and hard rider as he is, may not sell a helmet or a pair of boots because you will never know what he wears. Yeah, but... But a JP and a Tara and an Ashley definitely are going to be seen at some point. And I knew JP before. I mean, when Ashley was still an amateur, and I already knew about JP. I mean, so she's always been around. You know, they've always been, she's always been one of those, like, warrior, hard-working person racing. So we already knew about WMA, you know, even already five, six years ago. Right. But I don't think they're stealing rides or taking yeah. part of the budget from the team. Stealing rides might, and, have, and, might have been a little harsh. And yeah. that is, Yo. It, it, it's funny, like, you know, I think the way we're, like, it's kind of like, I know literally we're not meaning stealing rides. Yeah. Jessica's ride and I think Ashley's ride and Tara's ride, I don't think they come out of the original budget set for the team. I think once it's all said and done and they realize, you know, like after, you know, that WMA is going to be there, what kind of coverage they're getting with X Games and having their own team, you know, all that stuff. I think then the manufacturer sees benefit and says, hey, we're going to throw in X amount more for this. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't think that it's like they're going, man, you know, we probably should hire Scott Champion, but now nah, let's give it to Jessica. I right. don't think they're doing it like that. That's exactly my, I yeah, think they that's see, my point. Like, they see benefit. You know, Yamaha has Jessica because there's a race out there, and they want, you know, they don't care what kind of race it is, whether it's a, you know, boat race, motorcycle race, or a potato sack race. If they got a potato sack, they want it to win. Right. And that's what they're looking to get out of Jessica is the exposure. No, 
I don't look at it like that we're stealing anybody's ride. We're just, you know, they see, you know, kind of uh, benefit in what Jess can do, and, you know, that's okay. why they give it to her. All right, the phone lines are lit up, Shenzi. Do you have anything else to say? Okay, well, no, that's, I totally agree with Eddie Ray. That's exactly, I mean, he said it better than I, hey, I can some, say, but that's exactly the point. Shenzi, Thanks a lot. Shenzi, somebody says in the chat room that you're the Giuseppe Luongo fake caller. I like the chat right. somebody saying that the Rockstar chick should race and they should race naked. All right. Thanks, Shenzi. Yeah, I like that. Thanks a lot. All right. Uh, let's Back take some calls, that. Eddie. Let's not take a call from that guy. Papa Mech Show, you're on the air. Who's this? This is Aaron. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's calling in. I am calling in. All Aaron, right. Let him have it. Eddie Ray's a little well, bit. No, Eddie Ray. You know what? I'm not going to let him have it because I'm, I'm not that type of person. I'm not going to go ahead and say anything nasty. I... All I stated was that I was on the fence, whether I agreed with it or I didn't agree with it. I didn't say I didn't agree with it. I said I was on the fence just because of the way the sport is right now and the economy and that there is guys in 15th, 16th place, whatever, that are going broke trying to race. And I didn't say, you know, that the women don't deserve the rides. I said that they do. And I did say that Jessica works very hard and deserves everything that she gets. So. I agree. My, you, you did say. I didn't say yes. they were stealing rides or anything like that. You know, if if there is no budget going to them and they're not stealing rides, then awesome. You know, but I just said all I said was I was on the fence. Yeah, I think I you never have. A, said I think you have or. a valid. I think you have a valid opinion. I, I agree. I would think that I am also on the fence, Eddie Ray. I know we have a long time friendship, and hopefully this isn't going to break it up. But uh, I am one hey, of the. But, hey, Steve. Here's the thing. I know, and like I said, I, I'm not. You know, we're. This is just talking. I know you've been on the fence from the beginning, so I can accept that. Where Aaron hasn't always been on the fence. And I think her saying that now is is kind of weird. Like, I think she's just saying it because you guys are saying it. You know, she don't say that she's on the fence when she's talking to me or she's talking to Jessica. That's never come up. And she only said, oh, I'm on the fence because she's agreeing with you guys. Steve, I know you're on the fence, and I can accept that, and I can respect that because I, you're very straight with me about it. We've talked about it, and that's why hearing it from you, I know you're telling me the truth. But hearing it from Aaron, it's almost like you know. Is it is it hearing it from me because I was a racer I think, that you're, I think you're on both I was the fence with women? Because I mean, I, I don't think we've ever had that conversation. I don't think you and I have ever sat down and said, "Do you think that the girls should be having these rides?" Like. No way, of course I'm going to congratulate Jessica every weekend. You know, I, I'm friends with her, I've raced with her, and I think what she's doing is awesome. So, I mean, I'm not taking away from that at all. I've never said anything other than that to you guys because there isn't anything else to say, you know? You know what I mean? Or not? No, I mean, but, uh, I mean, it's like you've always sounded like, oh, you're such a big supporter, and now you're making it sound like, you know, well, um, I'm not sure if I'm such a, you know, is it because maybe Scotty has the ride? I mean, is that is that it? You know, is, I mean, what's the real reason? I mean, come on, you're supposed to be, you know, you were coming here. I remember when, when you first came here, you were like, oh, you know, I'm going to be in the WMA. You were a big supporter. Now, all of a sudden, you're on the fence? I'm definitely a big supporter. I'm not saying I'm not a big supporter. I'm just saying I'm on the fence with the whole situation because there is guys going broke racing. Yeah, I think, I think this is. And you know what? Listen to this. There, there are guys going broke racing, but all the girls are going broke racing. So it's For like, sure. come on. I mean, what's a bone? Give, give us mm-hmm. something here, you know? It's like, 
it, I mean, look at the GPs when they came over here. They only brought 20 of their guys. If you weren't in the top 20, you didn't get invited to the U.S. Sure. GP. No, I, they I need to cut the fat. They're not well. finishing top 20. And, mm-hmm. you know, then really you shouldn't be, I mean, maybe you need to find another sport. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I mean, look at Jimmy Dakotas. That guy's out there busting every week, paying for it for himself. And you know what? You never hear him complain. He says, if they want me, they'll hire me. Well, I don't think yeah. Scott, I mean, she's not, Aaron's not saying Scott Champion's sitting there complaining or anything. Like, like no. we asked her, about, just a, it's just an opinion that somebody has that, you know, uh, is a valid, is a valid debate. Uh, um, but Eddie, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's girls that are making a good living from the sport and should be mm-hmm. thankful for, for what they're doing. And that's good to see. But like, it's, a, it's, I think it's an honest question. It's an honest, debatable question that we should maybe get Coombs on one time too and talk to him about it. Um, you know, and and, and and you know what? I we can't say I, like Davy. If it wasn't for Davy, I mean, we, the WMA or the WMX might not even. I mean, not even be here. So it's like, I think. I mean, he, obviously he's got to be. I don't think he would say he's on the fence because, I mean, the guy's built. Look at what look look at what he's built, and he's just brought something else. You know, right. another thing to the table by adding the women. No, if no, if there wasn't any benefit, ready, it wasn't. wouldn't be there. What's that, Aaron? No disrespect to you. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful or rude. I'm, like I said before you were on the phone, I'm all for women's racing. I'm all for making the sport grow. I just simply stated I'm on the fence just hey, because of the way the economy is now hey, and the Eddie. way the industry's going. I'm on the fence. That's hey, it. Eddie, and you know what? That's it. Aaron came yeah. to America, and we're Americans, and you can have your opinion, and you, could, you don't have to like it. <laughs> and that's just the bottom line. And people change their opinions. I mean, maybe she was like... A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe things change in someone's life, and you can't because you, you don't you don't agree with her, dislike her, or, you know, whatever. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes things change in 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 life, and maybe she's at a point in her time in her life where she's not sure about it now. You know, like me, right. I, I voted for Obama, but and now I'm like, I'm not sure I did the right thing. You know, uh, and, and that's why I'm like, that's why I was a little thrown off because. Like the way she talks about it to us, you know, I I was really thrown well, off. I was really well, she's off not, she's she not said, saying she's against it. Yeah, she's not saying no? she's against she's it. She's not saying she's against it. She's saying she's she's, she's not never sh- had that conversation with you guys yeah, about it. Yeah, she's not sure, but she's not against it. She still supports it, but she's mm-hmm. not like just like me. I voted for Obama, but I'm like, okay, I'm not against the dude, but I don't know if I did the right thing, you know. And that's where that's where it's at. So right. I mean, I think it, it, it took a lot for her to to call back, man, and and put it out there <laughs> like that. And you know, you know what? Hey, and that's why you know you you said, hey, people in this sport are two faced. I heard it. That's why I wasn't afraid to say it. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna I'm voice not, my I opinion. I don't think I'm and, and you know, I'm, I'm just honest. being honest about it. I w- I don't want to sugarcoat it. And that's just the way I felt about it. And you know what? I mean, that's, that's your opinion. You have your opinion. She has her opinion. It doesn't mean that it's it's either one of you are right. It's just an opinion. That's the great thing about this country. You can hey, I'm state your opinion. That I'm on the show. That's it. Hey, dude, let me sing. Hey, my first talk show I've ever been on. Hey, Thanks, let me. Mathis. Hey, let me sing it both to you guys. I'm never. Hey, proud my, to be an hey, I'm like best buzz with Kevin Kelly, and that son of a pup will never put me on the show. Hey, these <laughs> these colors don't run. Just want you to know that. I'm, yeah. a, I'm calling them. I'm gonna be like, hey. Every Monday, I'm a Pulp fan now. Yeah, you are. I'm yeah. on. I think next weekend you guys need to sit down and have a turkey sandwich together and 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 
Turkey sandwich. That does nothing to do with the races. Have a turkey sandwich. I guess, yeah. Well, you eat peanut butter and jelly probably with a Twinkie. Yeah. Me too. Um, I eat whatever JGR and Cali are serving. But no, thanks, thanks to both of you guys. Yeah, I appreciate uh, you guys calling in. That was no awesome. Worries. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Aaron. We'll see you this weekend. See you guys this weekend. Hey, the WMA must have must be something good because hey, you guys are talking about it, right? And that's yes, sir. what makes us. You know, any, any publicity it builds awareness. Publicity. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right, thanks, Aaron. And, uh, and hey, Aaron. I'm just glad you guys are talking about it. All right, Eddie Ray. Well, hey, we're going to hey, wrap Eddie this Ray, up. I brought your name into it, too. I'm like, you know what? We need to call Eddie Ray because he will voice his opinion. He is I, – I mean, anytime I think about women's motocross racing, you're the, you're, a guy comes into my mind. So <laughs> Eddie Ray comes into your mind. Yeah, because I just remember. I Flashes was like, into your mind. When, when I was doing the Utopia thing, he was just – Do you remember was, Eddie Ray when he rode? He, I don't no, know. I still, remember Eddie Ray. He had red rims and everything was yeah, anodized red. He, I remember yeah. his old man, too. His old man used to be his mechanic. How was your dad? 2003. How was your dad it. doing, Eddie? He's, uh, dude, kicking into Miami, busy as ever. Good. Living life, you know, him and my mom, living life. Right, right, good, good, yeah, good dude. Um, cool. Everybody's, uh, everybody's doing good. Well, hey, can we can we continue this conversation this weekend? Yo, I got to tell what about this? When you were asking Kenny about his stories, yep. I think you should bring up the story about the time me and you cross-countryed in the old Astro van. Oh, uh, the Aerostar. Star. Um, Did 110 the whole way. Yeah, every time I fall asleep, Eddie, and I wake up, Eddie'd be driving my my uh, Aerostar, and it would be literally matted. And you'd be pissed. And I'd be off. pissed. I'm like Kenny, or, hey. I'm like Eddie, you can't, you know. And he woke up in Ohio. Yeah, but correct me if I'm <laughs> wrong, Eddie Ray, but you do have quite a few or, or a few speeding tickets to your name. Oh God, you don't even know. Yeah, I lost so, my license for a short time. Right, so so maybe part of that, Eddie Ray. Maybe I had a point there, a good point in saying that maybe you should slow down a bit. Dude, I haven't had a ticket now in like five years. I drive. People get mad because I drive so slow now. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I have no I problem drive doing so slow. Hey, I drive so slow in the motorhome. I don't even strap the bikes down. Saving <laughs> fork seals. I uh, I had no problem with you driving 85, 80, but I think a hundred, hundred and ten. On a, in an Aero Star with a jet ski in the back, was uh, was about it. I think we had a jet ski, didn't we? That uh, yeah, we had uh, Kelly's jet ski. No, it was my jet ski that I sold to Kelly. Yeah, yeah whatever, sweet, something sweet. like that. Yeah. I just remember we right. freaking took off from California. We were in Ohio like twelve hours later. Seemed like. <laughs> All right, E Ray. Well, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it, man. Hey guys, thanks for having us. Uh, thanks for having me on. It was awesome to hear y'all talking. Hey, like I said, my first show. Right on. See you, man. Thanks, guys. See ya. Yeah, Aaron, thanks. And uh, I hung up on her before, but oh. yeah, thank you, Aaron, for calling back in. You're right; it took some uh, some balls. Well, to, uh, she's a she's a racer, man. She yeah. ain't afraid, she ain't backing down from competition. No, no, it was good. Good for her to call back in. Yeah, good for Eddie awesome. Ray to call back in. Some healthy debate yeah, on that was the cool. uh, Pulp show. I just don't want. I know Eddie Ray, like, and I know that he's uh, he can get pretty gnarly sometimes. He was about to get gnarly. I yeah, think. and I think I think you know Aaron is uh, you know she she just wanted to make you know state her opinion. And state her fact what she yeah. and she didn't say she was against it and no. I just think you know it got a little blown out of proportion but what we do here on the pulpit mix show is we like to bring it down to the level when people start getting out of control we yeah. gotta let it. What go. happened last week with Mark? We could get a word in. Yeah, we couldn't, could we? No, but Mark Mark was awesome and this was I a know. good show too, man. Pulpit mix show, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, it's been, Hey, I didn't mean to start a whole uh, women's watercross thing up, but uh, you yeah. didn't. Hey, what's your yeah. call? No, it was your call that started it all way back then. Hey. Yeah, anytime you deal with women, you know, it's a problem. But, uh, no, I can understand the market of Ilya because you look at all the other sports. I mean, snowboarding, skateboarding, anything like that, because women are huge with, uh, with clothing. You know, it's just that 
I'm looking at it from the other side, like like what Aaron brought up, is you got guys that are in the, in the top ten paying their own way pretty much. And uh, and I really think that the budgets are uh, are split for the women. You right, know, I mean, it's right. valid points on both sides. Yeah, I know there is. Uh, a couple guys on the chat room brought up a good point that you know and they're running at the same day, like you said. They look so much slower than the pro guys. If they ran by themselves or or the first one of the day wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, I just you know? they're badass, no doubt about it. But yeah, yeah I, I wonder about the entertainment value of fans. I mean, they don't look like right. chicks out there. They look like dudes because they have helmets and chest protectors on and stuff, you know. But right. I don't know. Yeah, it's a good debate. Yeah, and, and, and you only have five people that are really competitive, and the rest of the pack is filler. So it's a, it's a problem in that respect. So. Somebody in the chat room asks, "Is Aaron has any of her old seat covers that he could have?" That's disgusting. <laughs> well, you know, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, uh, Mark Regal or Mark Pellegrino. Yeah, you weren't you weren't able to get him back, right? Nope. I had to tune out for a while. No, no, he didn't answer. We were late in calling him. Uh, Kenny set up a time, and, and we went over. Um, yeah, so probably, uh, probably our fault. Because uh, that, that's my business. I'm in construction management. And uh, and why, why the guy is so high-strung is because the interest clock runs 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And if he's got to do a big project, oh, yeah, yeah. tremendous pressure. And I, I work with bosses that, you know, their first name and last name in Valve. And, uh, you know, that's standard operating procedure in the construction management industry. So he doesn't sound any different than anybody I deal with on a daily basis. Yeah. Right, but I uh, definitely, definitely want to hear from him again. Thank, thanks, husband. All right, talk to you. See you. Only two calls from Hasman and one call from Nash tonight. That's so awesome. That's if, if, good show, if, man. If, if, Nash, awesome is, show. if Lash, Nash is listening, um, thank you for the coffee, and we're, I'm getting onto that now. So, uh, all right, well, that's it. We're going to wrap it up. Shy of three hours, which is good. Perfect. Uh, good show. Thank you to Jimmy Button. Thank you to Will Hahn, Aaron Normoyle, Eddie Ray. Thank you, Mark Pellegrino, for agreeing to come on. Thank you, sorry Eddie for being Ray. Late. I said Eddie Ray. I'm just telling Eddie Ray thank you. Thank you for the listeners. Thank you for everyone who's, who's going to listen to this on the archives. iTunes, thanks to JGRMX.com. Thank you to XBrand.com. Remember, type in the code XPRO2010 for a 40% off discount. TREMX.com, PulpMX Show, all caps when you go there, and you will get a discount on your order, as well as free shipping for anything over $100. Those are our sponsors. Rockwell Time, thank you for the trivia question. Hey, I want to thank my mom for giving birth to me. Because she does, you know, she gave birth to me for my big ego, and without her, I, I couldn't be there. And I just want to thank Steve for putting in the sliding glass door to the studio. Did so that bug could, you? Did it bug so you? So I could fit my head through it because I'm very into myself. Not, dude. You gotta, you gotta get thicker skin. I think you do. I think you're just kidding, dude. I'm so because kidding. I work for Carrie Hart. My right. skin is like a freaking lizard, bro. Right. Um, and that brings up a good point. If you have something to say, and this is the archive. Uh, show call in 702-586-7857 and we will play the best ones next week uh, make it funny make it creative or just get mad about wma or uh, ask if we have any aaron's and aaron's old seat covers whatever you got but that has been the show this week thank you kenny thank you jr who left a long time ago thank you listeners had him calling people you guys are awesome yep thank see you talk to you next week see you next week for all of us here at news center four i'm ron burgundy you stay classy san diego you know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. But like a miniature Buddha covered in hair.